0: I have a question for you. Go ahead. Are you good with new things?
1: Mm, well, I do like change. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy change. I think I'm, I'm sort of good with new things. Are you good at doing oh, new yeah. things? Okay. Because here's what I would say about you. I yeah. would actually
0: say that if everybody that I know, you continuously, maybe even not consciously, but you continuously try your hand at new things. You you definitely try to learn new stuff. You might not be out there trying to paraglide or skydive all the time or rollerblade, but you definitely try new things, maybe maybe in an educational setting. You, you're always trying to learn something new. Okay. You, 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 don't, you don't just rest on your laurels and think, I know what I know, and now I'm good.
1: And I do think I'm constantly thinking... Like the mouse trap can be better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So so for that point I like new things. I like to try new things. I think I'm not any different than anybody else though. If new things are inflicted upon me mm-hmm. without my um well, I mean just inflicted upon me, yeah. period. I might, you know, I can just rebel to rebel, right? So when was
0: the what was like the last new thing you did? Big or small? I'm not talking like, hey, I learned how to, you know, drive an F1 car, like Mm -hmm. anything big or small, what was the last new thing you incorporated into your life in a way you were like, oh man, I don't, I don't know that I can do this or I did this and it was super easy. Like what was... what was the last new thing you did?
1: The two, I think of two things. Two okay. things came to You're my... smiling
0: at me. I have no earthly idea what you're smiling about. I feel like you're smiling because you think I have something and I don't have anything no, for
1: you. No, because you're, you're, you're going to laugh okay. at both of them. Love it. And I think if people are listening, mm-hmm. they're going to laugh because they're actually not hard. Okay. But, uh, I mean, truth be told, I don't think I've paid bills for like 40 years. It's great. So I'm That's paying so bills great. now. Yep. Yeah. 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 And it was not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. Right. I figured it all out, everything's on auto pay. But it's still not streamlined. It,
0: meaning like meaning like you're you're not I'm not confident Yeah, yet. you're not looking at this mm. being like all this stuff is perfectly yep. synchronized the way I need it to be. Everything yeah. is like green check marks, ready to go and I understand it.
1: No, everything like as far as the household bills mm-hmm. that 90% there because I've just got everything on auto pay. Got it. And I went back and kind of looked like, oh, this is what this runs each month. Yeah. Okay. So that part is good. The the credit card bills, because I do, I don't use just one for business, yeah. which I need to do that. But so then I have to go through and pay one from a business account. And the thing is with the credit cards, I want to look at them. I don't want to just put them on auto pay. I could, but I want to look at them to make sure they're right. Yeah. Is that an old thing? A no. little bit?
0: Well, no, that I, that I don't think that's an old thing. I think that's a very logical thing. But I think, yeah. I think my generation and younger were like, no, just, it's are credit card companies. No, they're good, and, I, and here's I, the, I know that's wrong. Yeah. I know that's wrong. So
1: I like to look at those. Yeah. So then I have like now I've got all these things in my calendar. You know, like yeah. check Citibank this check. You know, whatever. Um. So that was one thing. The bills, which obviously the rest of the world I know you've been paying bills. Yeah. But I haven't. And then um, the other thing is that stupid Monopoly card mm, game. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Monopoly deal. And it is because it's not really Monopoly. No. And it's just like... I mean, it is and it isn't. It, it is clearly, and it isn't. The game yeah. is
0: meant to be highly expedited. Like yeah. you couldn't finish it in 10 minutes. Right. Whereas, like I said earlier, nobody's ever actually finished a real game of Monopoly in their entire lives.
1: Yeah, for sure. For That's sure. a fact.
0: That's a human being fact. Nobody's ever started... And completed a game of Monopoly.
1: I'm going to say this though to everybody that might go get that Monopoly card game. You should. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, but I'm I'm also because we got a warning from somebody the first night we were playing, mm-hmm. and said, "What do you want to ruin Christmas? Yeah. Okay, so you will hate each other. Yeah, you will hate each other. You will. I mean, not forever, but, but for enough, but
0: <laughs> for long for enough a
1: time being while you're playing, it's fair to say that you will not like each other. But now I figured it out. I like it. It's a good game. But I dislike everybody at the table while I'm playing. I'm can just going to say
0: that. Can I tell you what what new thing I started to do that I am objectively bad at?
1: Well, I feel like you made me really vulnerable and say, like, I know how to pay bills now. And Oh, Jimmy, well, like-
0: I mean, I could add myself in there. I know how to pay taxes now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I could go the same way. I'm not sitting here on my high horse of bills being like, oh, little lady, let me mansplain to you about paying yeah, bills, right? Yeah. Like I fundamentally understand how to pay bills, but then I have no idea what to do with them afterwards, meaning like, and then pay taxes on them. Well,
1: here's the thing. Like, I know we don't write many checks, no. but we do have a problem. I mean, that you're going to have to help me with What's that? is I know there are more checks for both my personal account uh-huh. and for the business account. What
0: do you mean there's more checks? Like checks that you Check, have to write?
1: No, yeah, like checkbooks.
0: Oh, I had to find mine the other day.
1: I, where, where were yours? Uh, because I need to find mine.
0: In dad's office.
1: Okay, well, you'll have to they show. They have it. to be there. Yeah, okay.
0: Then they're there somewhere. Yeah. So so I'm still learning the bill portion. Yeah. Well, I'm learning the tax portion. You're yeah. learning the bill portion. Yeah. Here's what I started doing because my girlfriend does it. It makes sense. It's hygienic, but I'm... I don't fundamentally get it because I'm thinking that there's a right and a wrong way to do it. Mm. And I think there's just, you just do it and then you figure it out over time. Water picking.
1: Oh, no, there's a right way to water pick.
0: I I want to constantly close my mouth, which then makes the water build up in my mouth like an inflatable clown.
1: water picking is the messiest thing in the world. And then I want
0: to like somewhat open my mouth but then you just have this constant you just waterfall to, of drool yeah, water.
1: You just have to hang your head over the sink and do it.
0: And but then I'm also trying to be conscious of not letting that thing go wild because when you oh, turn yeah, it on, yeah. it's on.
1: You don't want to let that thing go
0: wild. Like so. So Dad had a water pick, and it's a little. It's a little larger. It's a little boxier. It's meant mm-hmm. to like sit on the countertop. I I, I purchased recently a, a mo not a, not a mobile one, but a travel one, mm-hmm. one that you can take on the road with you. You fill it up every night before you need it. Lasts for like fifteen days, but when you turn on, it's on. Like yeah. some water picks, you can hold it, right? The button, and when you release
1: the button, oh, this has on and off.
0: Yeah, it'll 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 stop. Mine is just on. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll be like water picking my teeth, and I'm like, I don't think I'm doing this right. It kind of hurts, but it feels good, mm-hmm. and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm at the dentist yeah. minus the drill. And then I'll forget to open my mouth. So then I'll just open my mouth and an entire vomit of water will fall into the sink, splash everywhere. Then I'll be conscious about the fact that I just had water go everywhere. So I'll kind of pull my hand away with the pick and then I'll almost blind myself with that hard stream. Here's what you do. I've only been doing this for like three days, have made no progress with it at all. You
1: hang your head. Uh Uh-huh. Over the sink. That's not fun. Well, no, it's not fun. There's well, because what does the dentist do? He has that sucker thing, right? You know, you don't have that. I need that. You, need, <laughs> I don't think that thing exists for us. If
0: you could watch me water
1: pick, <laughs> oh, I want to watch you now. You would assume
0: that I was an alien in a human form trying to just understand my body. No,
1: I know exactly what it looks like. It looks like Kevin at three years old mm-hmm. and what he would do with the water. Pick. Here's my question the to you: the mess that would be. In the house would be insane. I already
0: sprayed the top of the bathroom, the, oh, the ceiling. Good, I already good. got that shot. So my question is, do you only do, and I have my finger in my mouth, do you only do the front or do you try to get it behind oh, the, all the back way. of your teeth and oh, get it back there there's too? There's so
1: much in the back. You've got to go in the back. So
0: that's where it gets dicey for me yeah. too because now I've inverted it. I'm rubbing it on Are the, you going on the- Are you going on the outside or the inside? Both. Okay. So I'm trying to go- yeah. All across the front on the top, yeah. all across the front on the bottom. Yeah. Then flip it, do all across the back of the front and all across. And then the to do the bottoms, you gotta flip the whole thing upside down and do it that way.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is
0: like advanced degrees. You might, have a, bad, degree you might stuff. have a bad water. No, no, no. It looks it's this, it's a little cylindrical. It's just yeah. cylindrical with the, the nozzle that comes off. Yeah. But there's no cord attached to it. So you can move it this way and that. And, and you really do like, so well, here's, what's even more funny is I thought when you fill the, the receptacle up, yeah. like you, it stays like that for like
1: a week. Kevin, didn't you get, I have to fill it up twice. That's how bad I am at didn't this. Didn't we get free water picks at some dental show we went to one time? I have a free water. Well, if we pic. did, that would
0: have been five years ago. I, I mean, I've got one upstairs. I know, but, but I, I, I know they're not this, like whatever, okay. whatever they were is that like big boxy thing. Okay. And this so, is meant to travel.
1: Uh, I think your girlfriend left hers here. I think that's Dad's. Oh, downstairs. Yeah, that big one under the sink. Yeah, that's Dad's.
0: She oh. brought hers back. Oh, okay. I know because I helped her pack it because mm-hmm. I packed all of her stuff because for her. she doesn't
1: know how to pack. Let's talk about she that. She doesn't for a know
0: how to pack, and I had to pack two suitcases that I believe the total poundage in each suitcase was forty nine pounds. Yeah, we had two pounds. And did to she spare. take
1: a carry on too?
0: No, she was vehemently against taking a carry-on minus her her? backpack.
1: What's wrong with her?
0: I don't know, but I'll tell you this. Just a normal scale. Most people don't trust a normal scale, whatever. For some reason, our scale works perfectly. Exactly correct. Nice. And she had two huge suitcases packed to the brim. She had to sit on one so that I could actually zip it. I said, no matter what you do, do not take anything out of this one. Yeah. There is a probably a two pound package of Reese's peanut butter cups in this other one. You take that out and you bring this with your carry on. Do not open this pink one because you will not, not get, get this closed. closed. Yeah. yeah. But I know that because I packed her.
1: I Well, I know I said to her, I felt like I was, you know, I mean, like I was being her mom or something. I said, you need to have Kevin show you how to pack. Yeah. Because I saw the way it arrived mm-hmm. and it's kind of like everything's just in there. Oh, it's, it's chaotic. It's t- I'm going to, I'm trying to be nice and go, it just looked like she stood across the room and tossed things. Well, she did bring seven jackets. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean,
0: she wore some. But still. But not enough. Yeah. But I know that she packed her water pick because I packed her water pick.
1: Well, she said to me twice, she goes, so you said that you guys went to Europe for a month. I agree. Mm-hmm. And she goes with just a carry on and like backpacks. I go, yep. And I said, because I didn't want to do the whole collecting luggage and and losing it. Yeah,
0: God forbid it's forgotten.
1: Croatia Airlines or whatever. I mean, you know. And uh, she goes, I don't think I could do that. And I said, It's your thinking that's broken. Totally. Here's how it works. I said, First of all, we have all seen all of each other's clothes. Mm -hmm. So us seeing the same thing over and over is not a big deal. Who cares? And I said, We only see groups of people for three or four days at a time. Mm -hmm. That means you really only need three or four outfits, right? Sure. Make stuff work. And of course, everybody knows I don't do color. I just do black, white, and maybe denim. I mean, that's it. Yep. And um, we have, I mean, stayed at nice hotels, gone to nice events. I mean, been casual, had swimsuits the whole bit, but done it. If I,
0: Kevin Zener, six foot seven, 230 pound guy can pack 10 days worth of clothes without yep. with without a redundancy yep. in a carry-on bag with like two or three pairs of shoes, anybody, anybody literally can. Yeah. anybody can do people it, especially a little wood nymph like her.
1: Yeah. I mean, people literally don't know how to pack yep. if they can't do that. So confirmed, my yep. girlfriend,
0: no clue how to appropriately pack for Europe or n- national travel. Okay. Yep. And I might be a full-blown idiot when it comes to cleaning my teeth and could end up blind. Well, I hope that
1: that doesn't happen.
0: I think you're going to figure this out. And if I don't, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Let's start the podcast.
1: Welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. One is a Harvard Business School alum. The other is her son, discussing business, pop culture, family, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, Deb and Kev.
0: Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. Sitting over there, if she were running for Speaker of the House, they wouldn't have to vote because it would be unanimous across all parties. It's my mom, Deb. I'm Deb. And that makes me the guy who had no freaking idea that Liza Minnelli was Judy Garland's daughter. (laughs) I'm her son, Kev, and this is our podcast. Yeah. What a moment that was last night. That was crazy when you said that you didn't know that. I was scrolling through Instagram and it just, you know how on the the For You page or the, the Discovery mm-hmm. page, I, I just saw it was like famous parents and their offspring, right? Yep. And of course, we know about all the the mainstays of right. modern culture right. today. But then as you got a little deeper uh, on the slideshow, it was Judy Garland yep. and Vin-
1: Vicente Manelli. Is Um, that who she was married to? Yeah, I think that was his name. And I think he was an Italian director or something. Daughter
0: was Liza Liza. Minnelli. And now, now, at 38 years old, you can still learn stuff. It made all the sense in the world to me because I never understood anything about the hoopla about Liza Minnelli, but it makes sense that she would have been the offspring of somebody who everybody cared about, Judy Garland.
1: So and that's that's my recollection growing up. My recollection. Listen, I'm not saying that Liza Minnelli is not talented. Right. She's got an incredible voice. She's a great stage performer. Blah blah blah. Broadway, right? Broadway, Broadway yeah. gal. But I want to say this: I grew up always feeling like Liza Minnelli had her opportunity yeah. because she was Judy Garland's daughter, for sure. That's what I thought. And what was her like? Was
0: it cabaret? Is that what yeah. she was known for? Yeah yeah and then the only the only reason I know Liza Minnelli is because I watched Arrested Development, and she had a reoccurring role on Arrested Development with like Jason Bateman and all that and all that yeah. crew. And but even then, it was just kind of funny because it was this woman who felt really old when I don't think she was; I think she was in her late fifties at that. point. I think point. she's
1: had a tough life.
0: But then, yeah, I, I feel like. Her stardom was obviously linked to her mother's, but then the reason she stayed famous is because her personal life was in shambles.
1: Yeah. So she, you know, like she, I think she's, I don't know how many times she's been married, but I think it was the- Four. Okay. The last time she got married. David Guest. Yeah. So that guy- Who was like a known man about
0: the down low community. So he was gay. Right.
1: And I mean, and he was even, I'm going to say a little bit flamboyantly gay. Yes. And it was like- the whole world was like, hey, you're marrying a gay guy. Yeah. I mean, like, how do you not, like, I mean, are you good? Which you can marry a gay guy. Right. I don't care about that. But I mean, should you really be marrying a gay yeah, guy? Elton John got married to a woman, right? Right. But that was in the beginning before he'd come out. Do sure. you know what I mean? This, I mean, David, get he was probably in his 50s as well yeah. when they got married. So you feel like they should have each known about their own.
0: Sexuality at that sexuality. point. Sexuality. Yeah.
1: Right. And then all of a sudden- More gonna... so
0: like, I don't find you sexually attractive at all. That's funny, because I don't find you sexually exactly. attractive at all.
1: And it is hard to believe. Like, was that wedding consummated? I don't know. Definitely
0: not. Yeah. Here's the other thing that blew my mind about Liza Minnelli. If you would have asked me, I would have 100,000% said dead.
1: Oh, really? I would have said yeah, not dead, dead
0: as a doornail.
1: No, not dead. Definitely. How old is she? Do you know how old she is? She
0: is 76. Yeah, I and, it, and I also think that she's 90.
1: Well, so this is really weird because I feel like Liza Minnelli is way older than I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, way old. No, I, I would have said not, she was 90. Like, we're kind of the same. Right. We would have been well, in Well, I this... mean, Deb's only
0: 43. Right, right. But you guys true. are in the same general area. Yeah, yeah. No, I would have said, I don't know why Liza Minnelli's famous, would have not had any earthly idea about who her parents were, and I would have said, she left us A long time ago.
1: Weird to think that Dorothy is her mom, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I forget that. Yeah, I forget what Judy Garland's famous for, but it's Dorothy. On today's show, business may be hard, but in her business segment, Deb's going to talk to us about three easy ways to motivate your team in the new year, and we'll engage in pointless yet somehow meaningful debates in Would You Rather. And just like the S show that was the House of Representatives this week, we'll end this podcast by telling you what's for dinner and what we're thankful for but first, we have 45 minutes more of Liza Minnelli. Now, um, we are in the midst of the weirdest winter we have ever had. Mm,
1: I know we bore people with the weather, but still. But it, it's yeah. what
0: we live with every single day. If, if anybody remembers, in northern Nevada last year, we had a record-setting December, meaning it dwarfed any type of moisture we had ever seen mm-hmm. in this area of the country before by like 30%. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Followed up by the driest yep. January we've ever recorded. There wasn't an ounce of moisture measured anywhere in our neck of the woods. All of a sudden, yeah, out of nowhere.
1: We're living in Seattle.
0: We're not only living in Seattle, we're living in the Midwest where it's just snowstorm yeah. after snowstorm after snowstorm. And for those who don't care about our side of the country, totally get it. And you certainly aren't aware of the weather on our side of the country. Totally get that too. California is currently experiencing what is called a cyclone bomb. And here's what a cyclone bomb is. It's called a bomb because a low pressure or cyclone undergoes, now this is a real word, bombogenesis. Bombogenesis. Which was the name of my first 80s album.
1: I I was going to say I want to use that for
0: something. Which refers to the quick rate at which the low pressure develops. So if you've seen any footage coming out of California, the entire state, Looks like it's going to yeah. finally break off from the United yeah. States and just coast off into the water. Everything is underwater. San Francisco's underwater. Oakland's underwater. Sacramento is flooding. It's horrible. No,
1: when we say underwater, this is what I really want. If you haven't, I mean, go. you can go anywhere on yeah. the internet and find it. But I mean, in Oakland, like they are having like, like literally boats are just going down the street. It's yep. so deep. I mean, Picture it is- Picture what
0: happens in Louisiana- that's what's happening in California.
1: So Highway 99 is not a fast freeway, but it is a highway. It's an ori- it's a it's, major thoroughfare. It's a major thoroughfare. It was one of the original highways. You can't find Highway 99. Nope. It doesn't exist from the air. It is completely looks like a muddy ocean has arrived.
0: I have friends who live in San Francisco, and I said, I'm watching footage of people wakeboarding on the streets. Yeah. I'm watching footage of cars having have going by one another and having these splashes go over the vehicles yeah. which means because it's a densely populated city there are storefronts that are completely immersed oh, for sure. with water and fortunately my friends are okay they're rich and so they live in the mm-hmm. higher hills and so they're fine but it is it's unlike I've never seen that Ever in California.
1: So did you see there's one that's kind of circled around at Santa Cruz where the pier took the pier Oh, the pier yeah, that down. was wild. But then did you see there's like, um, looks like a condo. And it's not a high rise, mm-hmm. maybe four or five floors. It's battered. But one is, I'm going to say in, in normal times, the the bottom level would sit out maybe like three feet over the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a great view, right? Gorgeous. The water, that place is Gone. 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 So, oh my gosh!
0: So of course, what we're experiencing is far less chaotic and traumatic than what yeah. California's experiencing. But what we are getting is this mix of rain and snow and sun and snow and wind and and it's nonstop. Yeah, these last three days have been a break. We've just had like normal Northern Nevada weather, which is you know the low twenties in the morning gets up to the 40s sunshine and it's helping to melt a lot of the snow which is good because starting i think on Monday we are we are in the throes of it one more time it's going to be snow yeah. or rain or freezing temperatures for like the next 4 days and we're all we are preemptively declaring a state of emergency
1: no it's crazy it is absolutely crazy It is, you go. I mean, nobody wants to really be out. I mean, the streets are fine right now. Right. But I will say all the lanes aren't fine because there's so much snow built up.
0: Because we don't have a real system to get rid of snow in this town. There, I want to say there are conservatively six snow plows that exist in all of Reno. I thought the other night, I texted you. Oh, you were so excited. I, out of my bedroom, I can kind of see over some rooftops and I can see a four way stop and there was a, there was a large city vehicle with the lights on turning down a road towards our direction i was already in bed i was in my boxers the lights were off some like 10 o'clock at night i assume it's a snowplow i hop out of bed throw on some sweat shorts sprint downstairs barefoot shirt off yep 25 degrees outside get into my car reverse it to pull it in the driveway with the hope yeah, that they will clear the snow in and around yeah. our house was not the case. Well, let
1: me tell you this, Kev. We've lived here for what, like 33 years or something like, something that, like that in this house, and they have never plowed this am once. I was once. just hopeful. Not ever once. Yeah.
0: I was hopeful. So sadly, it's all coming, and yeah. then it's supposed to come even worse next week, which I don't understand how this weather continues. Meaning, like, are we just getting cyclone bombed into oblivion?
1: Well, I mean, it's going to be really interesting because last year at Lake Tahoe, the water was down. Yeah, I mean, it was so down. It was bad. And you see it like in the Truckee River. The Truckee River flows from Lake Tahoe to Pyramid Lake. It's the only river that flows from west to east in the United States. But it was as dry. I mean, it was dry, dry, dry. And ironically,
0: we didn't have a lot of fires last year. So hopefully, I mean, we are going to, my hope is be far more from, from a weather standpoint, um, pragmatic with the weather, meaning it's not going to be high and dry literally. And that we'll have a productive, uh, a a productive winter so that the snowpack will be huge. The watershed will be huge. And we're not going to have these just horrible, horrible fires that take over the entire year. But in order to make sure that we have good summers, we have to go through this chaos and it is not a fun time, yeah. for a community that is in no way equipped to handle it. The amount of times I've almost pulled the trigger on snowblowers—way too close.
1: Oh no, way too close. Oh wow, Kev, that's a, that's huge. Well, it is funny because even the dogs now. Now listen, because what's out there on the lawn? It's still really deep mm-hmm. because we've shoveled, and it's hard, and it's hard. So the older dog Izzy is like not happy about it at it's all, it. and so she's just taken. We have a kind of a courtyard, a little courtyard in the front. And she's just like, screw all of you. I am just pooping right here. The cement where, seems nice. Where the Amazon drivers yeah. walk. I mean, like, I don't care. This is what I'm doing. I'm not going on that. It hurts my hips. You can't make me. I
0: felt so bad for the Instacart driver because, I mean, obviously I saw the poop out there and I thought to myself, at some point I'll take care of this. Yeah, just I took care of it Not today. right now. Shout out, Deb. Only to realize that the Instacart driver with like, dog food and a pack full of other stuff had to traverse the minefield that was our old dog just yeah. pooping on the cement. Yeah. Success. I didn't see any skid marks. I didn't no, see any no, imprints. No. They did a great job. Yeah. But that's that's the chaos we're living with it right is. now.
1: It's, I'm telling you, this is like bad stuff, people. People should feel sorry for us. People should feel sorry for us. You know who else people should feel sorry for? Who?
0: Men. Oh, tell me why. So we actually- supp- gonna, gonna yeah. get, This is going to be a hard one, but Go. Everybody in the world should feel bad for men, <laughs> go. especially white men. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We talked about this actually with my girlfriend um, a, a few weeks ago, and and it's taken me a, a minute to remember all of this stuff. But I found this article. It made me die laughing, and I want to be able to go over it with you, okay? Okay. Do you remember when we told you about icks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Explain to everybody what an ick is, Deb.
1: So this is what I think it is, mm-hmm. okay? So p- there's somebody that you care about. I mean, you're... Attracted to, right? Like a person, it could be a relationship, Mm -hmm. or it could just be a big crush, okay? But somebody that you're attracted to. And then they say or do or act in some way that is so horrifying to you that you're like, all of your affection, all of your adoration, all of your interest just pops like a bubble and is gone.
0: According to Urban Dictionary, an ick is most commonly known as something that's a turnoff when you have a romantic interest in someone. Alternatively, it can be used to describe something that makes you uncomfortable or weirded out by.
1: Why didn't we use this
0: in a sentence? I would have known. Well, that's why. So this is, again, Ugh. with these longer form podcasts, I want to be able to take these kind of generational mm-hmm. words, and if they can stay the test of time, which Ick is very much going to be around for a while, I want to be able to elaborate on them yeah. further, okay? So I
1: did good on Ick's.
0: You nailed it. <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. Yay. One for one for day. So I found this article, and I never read uh, BuzzFeed, but this had me absolutely rolling on the ground, okay? Because these are, icks usually are women referencing their boyfriend or their husband or their fiance.
1: we are more prone to feel and observe the ick than men are.
0: I have had this conversation with my friends. My girlfriend has had this conversation with, with other guys. It is rare for a guy to have like a list of icks in his head. Yeah, They really have to think about them. And usually they're far more serious. It's like, Like I don't like when you yell at me when we're having a really an emotional conversation.
1: Or I don't like it. Like this would be something, everybody. I don't like it when you chew with your mouth wide open and I can see the food. Now that's an ick. That's an ick. That's not
0: like an emotional thing. Typically, guys don't have that stuff at the ready. Women? Women do. Oh, no. We're poised. We're just waiting. Always. We're waiting. How can I pick the scab a exactly. little bit more? Exactly. No, so we're he- Here's a list of 20-some-odd icks that people wrote into BuzzFeed about, and these had me dying, and I thought, okay, are these only funny to me, okay. or are these real? So, I'll also tell you if they would be an ick for me. But I sent some to my girlfriend, and yeah. she was like, total icks. Like, oh, really? And these are off the wall, okay? okay? Here's the first one. Chasing a ping pong ball is just never okay for anyone.
1: Oh, I get that. So yeah. you're even
0: so, I'm assuming this is a younger girl who's watching her boyfriend mm-hmm. or a guy she likes yeah. play beer pong, yeah. and the ball goes everywhere, and you're just kind of scrambling
1: around like a mouse, yeah, trying try, to, try get, to it. get it. Trying to get it, yeah. So you know, Dad was a very good ping pong player. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And I, Dad, could get the ball like so. I, I mean this like mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Because he was so.
2: I don't spin know it this
1: way and that. Yes, yes, he was always cool playing ping pong, so I get that. Walking back after your turn in bowling—that's <laughs> <Well>, not <laughs> always an it. Just, it's just a weird thing. It you're is just walking back because you're like to- well, for those moments. From the time that you t- – yeah. I think watching people go to bowl it, is hysterical, yeah. okay? Yep. So there's like a spotlight on you as you take those weird, awkward mm-hmm. steps to try to not run or go too fast but get yep. momentum, yep. right? And then, of course, it all depends. Walking back is totally predicated on how you performed yep. bowling, right? It's just, I mean- it's just like this
0: it's – it's this weird – Walk of shame. If you
1: got a strike, everything's fine. Yeah. But if it went in the gutter, ooh. I mean,
0: I could even say bowling celebrations yeah. for anybody. Big it's ink. weird. Yeah. Yeah. When he sings the wrong lyrics so confidently and thinks it's right.
1: Yeah. That's funny. But I don't know if it's a Nick. It God. would just make me
0: laugh. I get how somebody would be like, Did you just say, Hold me closer, Tony Danza?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: And you, you screamed it at Loud. the top of your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody has those. Uh, when he jumbles his words and says, bleh, I can't talk today.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I've ever even seen that. Of course happen. not.
0: Because like I have seen some, like sometimes my girlfriend can't find the right words. Yeah. And to me, it's just adorable. Because I think it just says it's cute. It's so yeah. cute. And it's never been an ick, Yeah, but I can see a girl just watching her, her, her man try to say something and it
1: just comes out a little fumbled. And yeah. she's like, Oh, what? Yeah. You're not, you're not like a, a leader, a power man. Yeah. You're like weak. Yeah, when they push a pull door. Oh yeah, I did that tonight. At, I did that the other day. I did that tonight at uh, Chipotle. Yeah. yeah, I did
0: that the other day. Fortunately, nobody was around. Walking angrily in flip flops.
1: Oh yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> I just had a, per- a literally a particular person in mind when. Uh, oh really? Yeah, I just I, I stomping could see away it. in flip flops. I could totally see it. Really yeah. trying to make a point with the yeah, <laughs> which you go petulant child, petulant child for sure. You know.
0: This is one that my girlfriend has a story about for me. When he asks a retail worker for help and they don't hear him. <laughs> so we were at a restaurant. It was like a casual dining lunch spot. And I I did the thing where I was like, hey, real quick. Yeah. And the guy. Right by you. Told, like, like I didn't yeah. even exist. Didn't register to me. I know it's really busy. And she yeah. just looked at me and she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Ew. These are,
1: these are like. Really picking the fly shit out of the pepper. That's
0: why they're great. They're totally benign. Yeah. But yet they resonate with women on a level. Like, here's what I hope. I hope women your age are like, I don't get it. And then I hope all the women, like under the age of 30, are like, totally get it.
1: Yeah. I just think we're nicer. But go ahead.
0: When he's shopping with his mom for new shoes and she makes him walk down the aisle to see how (laughs) they fit.
1: (laughs) That would never happen.
0: (laughs) I just love the idea that somehow... A guy's like, hey, do you want to come shopping with my mom and I for when yeah. I get new shoes? And yeah. the girlfriend would be like, well, that's the first ick that I've yeah. ever experienced.
1: And then the second one is that your mom even cares about the shoes you're going to buy.
0: Yeah. yeah. When he's on the outside of the dance circle, jumping and trying to get in.
1: No, oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's just sad. That's sad. You can't do that. You're too tall.
0: That's true. They yeah. And they usually let me in because yeah, they, they don't usually, want me to yeah. jump on them to exactly. get into the circle. Uh, when he gets a haircut and they're wearing that little cape thing.
2: Well, but everybody,
1: everybody wears, wears it. The of little course. Thing.
0: Everybody wears it. Yeah. When he sends you a text and you realized he's changed his Bitmojis outfit.
1: <laughs> that's funny. That that's the good. most, yeah.
0: that's the most generational. Uh, I've ever the, seen
1: the day that I realized you had a Bitmoji yeah. and it says, do you want to update? And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay, yeah. here we go. Fancy guy now. Yeah.
0: If you were dating a Gen Z person, yeah. they would say, ick. um, when he says the d- the joke just a little bit louder because no one laughed and he thought they didn't hear him, but everyone definitely oh, heard no, him. Oh, no, that's the worst. I have a friend that's like the worst. this. Yeah. I have a friend who does this all the time. And then he'll call attention back to himself to retell the joke. That wasn't funny the first it, time. That it will yeah. be funny because he's doing it one more time. Ugh, terrible. <laughs> him waiting for his phone to charge after it dies and he's just sitting there with nothing to do. <laughs>
1: I, you know, if we took all these attributes and put them together, we're not going to end up with a very good guy. No. Yeah.
0: When the roller coaster worker tightens his seatbelt for him.
1: Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that is super sad. You just put your hands it's up a- like you're a little infant,
0: like, yeah, go for it. Uh-huh. Tongue on my groin area. That's absolutely fine.
1: Thank you, oh, mister. Oh, God. I know you're on meth but right this now. Is, but uh, this is what you have to look forward to. These are the women. These, yeah. are, these are your women, mm-hmm, Kevin. that's yep. very
0: true. Yeah. Him running with a backpack on.
1: Yeah, that would be hysterical.
0: The hardest thing in the world. I yeah. have been the guy, A, wearing flip flops, who's also late for class running yeah. with the backpack on. Yep. Not as fun as it sounds. When his laces are done up real tight and the bow is massive. <laughs> That's a nick for me, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I try to keep my laces really small. Yeah. Because big laces, Big laces That's are bad. too much dad energy. No, no, no. Energy. I agree. I agree. It's a lot of dad energy, and I don't need to step on my laces. Um Well,
1: and I've almost died with th- laces. This so is the one I know that.
0: My girlfriend died at playing crack the egg on the trampoline, but he's the egg. Wait,
1: what's crack the egg? You
0: know when somebody like is in the fetal position with their uh, knees to their chest yeah. and they're wrapped real tight and everybody around them is trying to bounce them up so high that oh, they get yeah, to yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. So playing crack the egg on a trampoline, but they're the egg. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause you're a dork. Yeah. I can just, it's like, but okay, go. You've done, go. It. You've done well, it. Of
0: course I was 10. You've I'm not 38 yeah. playing crack the but egg you, on a trampoline. You did
1: it with Haley and her controlling sisters. Well, yeah. And they yeah. were all
0: very abusive.
1: To and me. they're abusive. They're In mean many, fashions. many ways. I should never have let her
0: babysit you. It it's very It's terrible. Uh thinking about him saying woo on a roller coaster.
1: Oh yeah, that would be awful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Side tangent. Yeah. Uh, what do you like roller coasters? But we, I don't think I we've do ever like been on coasters. a roller coaster together.
1: Um, I don't know if we have, but I went we on did that, Splash Mountain together. I went on that horrible roller coaster at the uh Mall of America. Mm, stupid. I mean, that hor- horrible. And there's a video of it. Mall of America,
0: most overrated thing in the world. Le- well, Mall of America. Oh, you have three Starbucks, cool.
1: But I will say this. Like, the language that came out of my mouth was awful. Oh, a lot of F-bombs? Maybe. Made Jesus cry? Yeah, it Um, did make baby Jesus cry. Do you
0: know, so you know the uh, Space Mountain in Disney? Yep, yeah. You know how it's always pitch black, and it's, like, terrifying? Yeah. Did you hear what happened? No. This is a real story. They will now make Space Mountain have its lights on 24-7 because a guy put his hands up And both of them got ripped off.
1: Oh no!
0: Because it's tight in there. And here's the thing:
1: I have been on Space Mountain. Why would you do that in Space Mountain? Well, because I don't. I just think you assume you only put your hands like on roller coasters that you can see. It's like on the final, you know, that big coming down. But you know that it's in the wide open. I am
0: six foot seven. I've been six foot seven since I was sixteen years old. I've been on Space Mountain as an adult mm, two or three times because I would go to Disney with people who would just give me free tickets. They would all want to do Space Mountain. I like Space Mountain. It's cool. It's indoors. You would never pay
1: for Disney. Ever. Yeah. I
0: get so uncomfortable on Space Mountain. I literally try to sit down in the chair after the carny has cinched my belt, (laughs) and I I put my head at a 90-degree angle. Because you don't. Because it feels like those bars are... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah whooshing over my head and it's the biggest thing that terrifies me is that i will i will be the guy
1: yeah whose name is not remembered but will be remembered for being decapitated remember that guy that was decapitated but i don't know how much fun is space mountain with the lights on well i think what they're doing is they're they're
0: going to decommission it soon and turn it into a star wars ride oh okay i think that's about to happen
1: okay well i loved it it was my literally my favorite ride yeah. Yeah. Not that guy's. Not that guy's. No, well, that was nor stupid. mine. Don't they sit, keep your hands in tucked in? There's signs everywhere that say that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But if the guy said woo, that would be, I'd be like, oh, dude, Jesus. Woo next to you, especially yeah. if it was on a first date. Yeah. Woo. Oh.
0: So those were your ex. Those, these made me laugh. So hard when I was reading them earlier. So well.
1: you know, here here would be an ick. I think of my generation. Oh, get, hit
0: me with hit me with your generational icks.
1: Okay, so you go out with a guy mm-hmm. and he takes you to a club. Yeah. Okay, and it's maybe Deb
0: confirmed. A big club gal.
1: First or second date, and you just you know you assume he's cool, mm-hmm. and then he can't really dance. Oh. And you're on the dance floor, and is he trying? Yes. Like. Or he thinks he can. That's the worst. That's the worst. Oh, my God. It's such a turnoff. Unironic. You you literally could have been mad for him. Crazy, like crushing on him. And I mean, he could have been, you know, such a gentleman, got you the right drink, da-da-da-da. And then you get on the dance floor and it's all over. Turns into Elaine Bettis from Seinfeld. The (laughs) worst. And how, how do you know? You can't say to people... Hey, you look like you could dance. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, like, how is it when we get, and especially if it's a song that's like a popular song of the day that everybody knows because it's sort of like you know you should understand the beat, right? Yeah. You should. I mean, like, you should just be able to move with Saturday it. Night uh, Fever comes on. Saturday Night Fever comes on. You should be able to dance. Dad was a bad dancer, right? No, he wasn't a terrible dancer, but he only had like a couple moves. But,
0: but I don't feel like Dad ever had rhythm. Like, if I was so again, Dad <laughs> never listened to music in We're the car. Talking about. It. Well, he's not here to get mad. Okay. <laughs> when we would be in the car and on the rarest of Daddy rare occasions, Dad would say he was a good dancer. Well, of course he would. Dad yeah. would say he was good at everything. Yeah. On the rarest of rare occasions, when Dad would let us turn the radio on, yeah, he wouldn't keep beat with whatever was playing. Like yeah. his he drum thing. Move with- his Dad's, drum was always Dad's the Dad's drum same. on the steering yeah. wheel was always a little bit never, off. Never, yeah, yeah.
1: never right. Well, I'll tell you where dad couldn't dance. I mean, he couldn't like, I mean, he could slow dance just the moving around. Sure, who but can't? he couldn't dance dance. We were in Montenegro at a wedding. It was fabulous. And we were sitting at a table. We were set at a table with some of our friends, but then a bunch of British people, because they were British, the, the people that were getting married. And this guy says to me, hey, do you want to dance? And he looks at dad and he goes, do you mind? You know, like, and- He goes, dad goes, no. I was like, go for it. This guy was like, and I forget it was some fun song, but I mean, this guy had me all over the floor. Wheeling and dealing. so much fun. In an intern. And I'm telling you, prior to that, what I thought he was, I thought this guy had a great sense of humor, thought he was clever and witty. I did not think he was good looking, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? But his wife was very nice. Literally, after that spin on the dance floor, I was like, he's kind of cute. Oh. I mean- but it cha- it goes the good way too. Sure. Do you know what I mean when it? But the ick can make take a, a the ick can take a ten down to a five yeah. really fast.
0: My girlfriend's icks are hilarious and and they never. She can say it to me and it just makes me laugh harder.
1: So have you ever told her an ick? I don't really have an ick. Okay. For her. Yeah. Like there's nothing she. I said one. I'll time, tell you my. Do you want me to tell you my ick for her? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So here we go.
0: <laughs> here we go i was super happy with my girlfriend i love her as much as humanly possible but now watch her become a statistic that i have to break up with her now after this because dev's gonna give her an ick an unsolicited ick she could have walked away from this but here we are
1: okay so she's super little we've said that before and she eats like a frickin' bird. It's I mean, true. every once in a while she'll go for it, but not often. No. Okay. Very rare. She just eats constantly all day long is really how she eats. Mm-hmm. Like little but I'm telling you, like who eats Morsels? Who eats a half of a Reese's peanut butter cup? Even the thin one. Yeah. She'll she'll have it's weird. Yep. But then her thing is to keep the thing in the original package. Mm. And put it in the refrigerator yeah. and save it for later. Now, yep. listen, let me name the kind of things that end up in the refrigerator. Her morning coffee.
2: Yeah.
1: Her coffee from the coffee shop. Yeah. Um, a 12-ounce soda yeah. that could be there for three days. That is days. still full
0: of 11 ounces That is still of full of
1: 11 ounces. Of course, the peanut butter cup. Yeah. I mean, she can open a little piece of cheese, take a little piece off. She. So for one thing, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. But kind of. (laughs) We put... If I open the cheese, then the cheese... If if you open a package and the package itself
0: is not resealable, yeah, typically Deb and I will put it in a receptacle, which then is sealed with a lid.
1: Yes, or a Ziploc or something yeah. like that. But it doesn't go in with its original packaging, okay? Yeah. She will save the little Reese's Peanut Butter Cut mm-hmm. packaging and put it in, even put it in a little And expose it lock. to the refrigerator air like it. a psychopath. Exactly. No, her weird little put tidbits back in the refrigerator is insane. Yeah. I just want to go on record, babe. I didn't say any of that stuff.
0: This is all Deb coming to the podcast with her own ex. To me, you're perfect.
1: You agreed with me earlier. But there are times like that. that you can put stuff away in <laughs> yeah. the right way. Yeah.
0: We'll see how this goes
1: over. <laughs> She's laughing right now. We'll see she knows how this we love goes her. over. Yeah. She's laughing because she knows we love her.
0: So I would love it. If anybody wants to send us their X. Yeah. Please do yeah. because so, these are too so good. So here's
1: what I want you to think about for all of the women that are like my age or around my age, Yeah, you know, that person you love that's called your husband you yep. know, that you've been with for a really long time, you know, and mostly you think he's a great guy, but you know, back in the recesses of your mind, mm-hmm. you have this stuff like, I hate it when he, I don't know, every once in a while he chews ice, like that bugs the heck out of me. Yeah, He can't dance. Whatever it is that he does... I'm telling, takes his glasses, his little reader glasses, and drops them down under his chin, Mm -hmm. or or just sticks them on his forehead, not all the way up, right? Yeah, absolutely. I could could come up with a list of things. I think there could be an
0: entire subsection of ics just having to do with glasses and where they're worn.
1: Well, and I just, and I do think a lot of them are generational, too. Things that bother you guys, because your ics felt pretty mean, I'm just going to say. Well, but they're
0: also (laughs) just completely subjective. Like, there's... like. You said somebody walking back from bowling, but like, I get it. Like yeah. I get it. They threw
1: the ball yeah. and now they're just
0: walking back. But the whole back.
1: bowling thing is weird. Of course. Yeah, bowling itself weird. is weird. I mean, it's a competitive loves-
0: sport where you can eat and drink and smoke cigarettes. Yeah.
1: I mean, everybody loves to bowl. I love to bowl, but it is awkward. It is awkward It's very awkward. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes people
0: need a motivation to be able to change their ex. They and do. Sometimes people just need motivation at work. Deb can't help with the first one, but Deb can help with the latter. And she's going to talk to us today about three simple, easy, 30-minute meal ways to motivate your team in the new year.
1: So you and I both, this week you said to me, like, ugh, the first week back. Let me tell you this.
0: I meant to talk about this off the top of the show. I
1: have been so
0: tired this first week. Yeah. Now, you and I have worked throughout the entirety of the year, right? we had long weekends for holidays. Super long weekends, and then we were just working with people who wouldn't necessarily get back to us, which is totally fine to then springboard like it feels like a dead sprint yep. back into the normal work week. I was emotionally drained, physically drained. Yep. I I felt this just overwhelming body depression. Not yep. not emotional depression, but body depression that I was like is this a thing as you get older and the first week of the new year is just something you have to like understand is going to beat you to the ground now
1: well your girlfriend left on wednesday mm-hmm. so things felt you know i mean it felt like we could feel her leaving the impending leaving yep. if you will and but then i really felt like you and i the last few days have just coexisted around each other do you mean just like yeah you know like i mean we interact of course we talk but there's been this lethargy on us mm-hmm. you know So I know I've had a couple different people say, hey, like, what can I do to motivate my team? And you and I were saying like, ugh, you know, like what can, you know, I mean, we need to be motivated, right? Totally. So I have three little things. They're all obvious things, but I'm telling you, I think they make a huge difference. And when I say they're obvious things, it means it's things you can do. There is literally no excuse. So one of the things, and I know this, this, I just described you and I at the house, like where we both just kind of come and go, come and go, come and go, Yeah. where it doesn't feel like that's when, when we're not actively like greeting each other, which we normally do, or, you know, normal communication, that's when people read into things and think things potentially are wrong. So one of the things I'm going to say is communicate, talk, like, I mean, like, listen, I don't whatever you do at your work, it could be, you know, you have an instant message system, you text. I don't care what you do. Do it and be friendly. Be Hmm. nice. I mean, walk around and greet people. Ask them how their holidays were. Chat. I mean, all of that makes a huge difference. Don't walk around too much because
0: I have been accused of being more of a distraction than more of a help because I would just walk around the workplace and just see who wanted to chat. You
1: are a distraction. That's why we have you work from home. Okay. But but here is one of the things, and I really believe this. When people say, as a leader or as a manager, how can I create a good environment? I mean, here's the thing. We know that you're there to do a job. That's a given, right? Yep. But you can't do the job in a silo all the time. And I mean, like a walking silo. For even. Sure. Like, you need the niceties that we would give, hopefully, to... barista, Do you know what I mean? You've got to give to your people. And you and I find that in this house with one another. We We do. We're able
0: to not only chat about business, but about personal stuff throughout the day so that the actual work does not feel monotonous.
1: Well, you and I mostly, unless we're on Zoom, are working in the same office, but oblivious to each other. I mean, I can see Kevin now. We've said this before. He's like five feet away. But normally, he has these enormous um screens. Yeah. Big monitors. Big monitors that are when they're in the right place, I can't see him at all. And so there really is this like even isolation in here. It's my safe space. But I will say the kitchen becomes the water cooler. Oh yeah. You know, we time. both go to the kitchen and you know we'll visit. But I'm just saying take an interest in people, ask them about their projects, ask them about their families. Be nice. I mean really just and especially coming off the holidays and especially when you're trying to kick something off, we're trying to kick a year where if you happen to look at the news, it's mostly negative. Yeah. And so everyone knows it's going to be called Kevin 16 time or 15 time McCarthy forever. I mean like that occupied everything for a while this week. Right.
0: I love that. They referred to it as 15 rounds. Like he was a boxer.
1: My gosh, it was embarrassing and weird and strange. And I'm just disappointed in our entire government right now. Agreed. You know, but that's, That's not new for That's not motivation in the workplace to talk about politics. And I wouldn't have talked about the Kevin McCarthy thing, okay? Um, Here's the other thing, too. You and I have talked a lot about, you know, the uncertainty that we live in. And I know one time I had said, they talked about um, when there is an election. So I'm going to say like this thing with Kevin McCarthy this week. When there is that kind of thing going on and we become more focused on it, like hyper-focused, we are actually feeling and experiencing more stress than we were at the height of covid sure. so we it feels like the uncertainty that came upon us during covid that blank blanket that horrible wet blanket has not really left us right i mean it's still there to some degree every day like today our dancing our dancing doctor from mexico i get calls from I think foreign countries when our government has behaved badly. Mm. Um, But also, I mean... Just to get the pulse of the nation. Yep, right after the holidays. I mean, there's COVID in their household. Do you know what I mean? So it's still around. We all still know it. And, you know, we hear these sad stories about still people are dying from COVID, from RSV, from, I mean, things that we have been unaware of in the past. You know, if anybody was awake during the holidays then they know that this terrible weather and Southwest Airlines destroyed a ton of things. So what I'm saying is the well-being of your employees is important. They are feeling all the things you're feeling. If you are worried about your business slowing down or you're worried about something happening in your industry that's going to change the direction of your business, then you have to really have a well-open conversation with your employees. And it can't be fear-based. It has to be framed in this may be a challenge, but it's also an opportunity. How are we going to do it? And take care of them emotionally so that they can be the best for you. Roger that. So be concerned. Prioritize their well-being. And then I want to say this, and this is, I think, I thought a lot about this with you and I, So you and I engage off and on all day Mm -hmm. and some of it's personal and some of it's business. Fair enough. Yep. We also have, we have a team that we work with, but we all have a little bit of autonomy and I see it as this big flexing thing. Definitely thought you were going to say autism, which I think no. we all have a well, little bit of we might have too. a little bit of that as well. But, you know, it's like there are times of the day, and I'll say this is every day, there are times of the day where I feel the team. Like I feel the team around me. I know, like, who's got the ball, who's doing what. There are other times that I feel a little bit like I'm in a silo, yeah. right? So I think leadership has to really understand autonomy and how it works and how it flexes. And that sometimes you're... Because you are always part of a team. You might not call it a team. You might call it a, a department. You might call it, I mean, I don't know what else you Workspace, might call it. Workspace, coworkers. coworkers. But there's the in and out of that. And what you don't want to lo- allow to happen is somebody gets so far out on the autonomy scale that they don't feel like they're part of the team which could then make them not really feel like they're part of the organization in the way that we want them to feel that, and especially with remote workers. So I do think there needs to be some consciousness about that. So here's the thing. Talk to them. Open. Be around them. Show interest in them. Prioritize their well-being. Care about their mental and emotional health, which we've addressed before. And then look at the autonomy thing. I know when I feel like somebody on the team is getting a little too far away from me, I will just call for no reason. Yeah, And really just have a chat. Do you mean about anything and everything? It doesn't even matter, but it's for me to feel like I'm pulling them back in. And I think these three things will make a difference in the environment and the atmosphere.
0: So really what you're emphasizing is keeping the pulse of everybody, checking in, which is a version of keeping the pulse, making sure everybody's where they need to be, but also it helps you feel better about them. Yep. And, 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 and ultimately providing that safe space is the wrong word, but that pasture of which they, they can flourish professionally.
1: Exactly. Like we had a situation this week with one of our team members where, and we have, um, we have the option to do some philanthropic, uh, international travel. All of us do. Okay. And we will, and we will, and we will tell you about it when we do. Um, usually it's scheduled kind of far in advance, like we know, right. and we actually sometimes get a preference of where we would like to go. So that's really nice yes. as well. Well, there was kind of a spontaneous trip offered to one of the people on the team. Listen, I mean, she can go or not go. I don't care. I mean, at the end, the decision's her, hers. But what it came down to is there are some really serious projects going on right now. Yeah. And... There's some unique things for her to really learn. And she's a learner. Like she wants to learn. Right. So it became like, what is more important to you? Right. Because you can say no. Right. I mean, what is the biggest thing? And for her, she chose like right now, what these projects and some of them are very timely for her to be gone for 10 days would make a huge difference. And
0: and it's not that there was a right or wrong answer, right? It's like, oh, you can go to this third world country yep. and and treat hundreds of people yep. who otherwise wouldn't re- receive this care which is a lasting indelible memory that will carry you through however long yep. or stay and learn these skill sets and better understand your business this thing that you will be in for the foreseeable future. There's there's not a right or there's wrong answer. There's not a right or wrong. And that and 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 then it's really up to the individual to say like what is best for me right now in this moment.
1: Because one of the things that happens in I mean in the business that we're in, we're helping business owners. And so we don't get to pick when I'm going to say unusual things arise where we can really just jump in and go like, "Oh my gosh, we're really helping. We're making a huge difference. This feels great as well. You know, it's whatever pops up when it pops up is how, how it is. And we're just in a place on whatever it is, January 7th, January 8th, where, oh my gosh, this week, a ton of stuff hit. And it really is. I mean, it's perfectly okay to say my learning, my growth and my development is important to me. I want to do this. So let's remember that when we're, you know, working with our teams.
0: It is really hot in this room right now. Fun fun fact about this podcast. Uh, we are actually recording this podcast on Saturday evening because Deb is on a plane Sunday. I think this is the latest we have ever recorded this podcast. I initially wanted to do 4.30. You said you had a nail appointment at 5.15. You asked if... You could pick up something for dinner. We had Chipotle. It was actually really good Chipotle. It was. I think the last time we had Chipotle, it was really bad Chipotle. Mm-hmm. This was really good Chipotle. So then, while we were eating Chipotle, we decided to watch the final episode of Kaleidoscope. So we didn't even start this podcast until like seven thirty, which yeah. is the latest we've yeah. ever done this. Yeah. And by the way, watch Kaleidoscope on Netflix. It's it's a kitschy gimmick where they have filmed eight episodes. Yep. That each episode is is titled with a color. Pink, red, blue,
1: green,
0: blue. Yep. Theoretically, you are supposed to be able to watch this show in any order. It does not matter because they are not numbered and they are not progressive. You can watch blue, orange, whichever, but they encourage you to watch the white episode last.
1: Well, so now after having watched it, the, the episode stand stand strong by themselves very much i so. mean if you just watched one episode you would be fine yeah. okay so we just let netflix present it to us however didn't we we yeah. didn't pick and choose no
0: whatever the formula gave us we rocked with
1: i'm gonna say if the white shows up early save it for last totally totally save it for last
0: we we had the we had the white last but we had the fallout from the white episode in what would have been episodes six and seven. Yep. And that almost heightened the expectation for the actual white episode. Yeah. Watch Kaleidoscope. It's fun. Good acting. Decent plot line. The gimmick is fun. And we're recording this really late. So feel bad for us.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've got a heavy sweater on. That's why I think it's warm, but you think it's so warm, warm? warm. Is it so warm in here? Okay.
0: Close that door. I have a light sweater on. So warm. Okay. Do you want to do, Would you rather?
1: I Can I say no? You can. And what would you you do then? Do you want to do would you rather? Yes.
0: Now we'll do the kaleidoscope thing. Pick your own adventure. Do you want to do would you rather?
1: Yes. Oh, you got to say no. Oh,
0: no. Do you want to do would you rather? No. Cool. We're going to do would you rather. (laughs) All right, Deb, you know the rules.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to give you two options. You pick one, and then I'm going to whittle you down until you pick the one I think you should choose. Okay? Would you rather... Give one piece of bad advice to your best friend Mm. that could ruin their life forever. Oh, my God. Or say the wrong thing to your boss 75% of the time. Oh,
2: my God.
0: So one out of every four times to your boss, you're getting it right. Yeah. The other three times, horrible. Yeah. Or you may give one piece of bad advice to a best friend Mm. and watch the world Around them collapse. For instance, are they going to have a job? I would fire me. But for instance, it'd be like, oh my god, Tanya, I love you so much. Of course, you can do meth. Nothing bad ever happens from meth. Or oh no, that would be a <laughs> terrible one. Or hey, boss, I looked over the numbers. Everything's perfect, only to find out that you can't account for half a million dollars.
1: Okay, first of all, I wouldn't have a job. If 75% of the time. But well, would you feel good if Tanya was in jail as a meth well, addict? No, but it doesn't have to be meth. But I'd be employed. It could be something like, mm, go ahead and date that guy.
0: And then Tanya's dead? <laughs> no. No, his <laughs> name is Jeffrey. No, it's not pronounced Dammer. It's Jeffrey Dahmer. He's a sweet guy. <laughs> He's a sweet guy. Yeah. Oh. Although Jeffrey was into men, but this still. is a
1: terrible. This is a terrible choice. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm gonna
0: Here's the idea though. What percentage of the stuff do you think you get wrong anyways? Because mm. I, I don't think it's 75. But if you told me that I was wrong 50% of the time, I'd be like, that checks out. <laughs> that so, makes sense to me. I don't think I'm wrong that much. Oh, that. <laughs> so Deb's like, I can't even fathom being wrong. I'm going to go ruin a no, life. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I mean, I, I know I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, you know, a lot of what I do is based on, I mean, it's just. Based on historical data, things right. that have worked. Kind of and making it up in the moment. I'm not making it up in the mor- moment. Um, and you know, the inf- you're making it up in the, the I- moment based on previous experiences and the information the person is currently providing me right. with. I'm happy to be wrong if I don't have all the right information. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, and that has happened, right? For sure. Um, so I'm gonna go. I can't have Tanya data meth addict. I'm gonna go, my boss. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of who's gonna take, who's gonna take the brunt of the thing, and I'm will. I guess I'm gonna take it. Yeah, that's, that's bad... hard
0: because, like, I I think my girlfriend's probably my best friend. and It'd be really hard for me to be like, here's this one piece of advice: do with yeah. it what you will. Go do what you will and your life, but will you be really should run through traffic.
1: Yeah, run through traffic. I Think you'll
0: be fine. Yeah, you okay. seem spry. Yeah, you're what? little.
1: Little, if you just lay yeah, down, it's just you'll, a, it'll be fine. It's a,
0: it's a real life game of Frogger. You'll you, be cool.
1: You're not like long enough right. to fit between the tires. Yeah. Just go grab the cop's gun. He'll think it's funny. He will think it's funny. He'll love it. He'll tase you, yeah. but he'll think it's funny. And then you'll be in women's prison. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to think that I'll, I mean, I'll choose
0: the boss one because I'll like to think that for a while at least, yeah. I'll be able to, um, Use my humor to get out of being wrong. Here's
1: what I'm gonna say. Uh-huh. I think we're both charismatic. We're yeah. both likable. Yeah. So we'll just go from job to job. Yeah. Being likable. Okay. Yeah. What?
0: Why did you get let go from these last six I'm jobs?
1: Dumb. I'm a dummy. Here's the
0: thing. I'm a big idiot. <laughs> I'm a okay? dummy. I'm a big dummy. But they all loved me. Yeah. But I'm just a big old couldn't get dumbass. anything right. Yeah. Well,
1: I could 25 percent of the time. Yeah. But you know that that 25 of the time I got it right yeah. all of the time. Apparently wasn't good enough. Yeah. Yeah. They had a higher standard. Well, look how cute I am. I know. I'm Aren't I charismatic? So much fun. Yeah. It's a really, really good time. Yeah, you would like being with me.
0: Yeah. All right, Deb, would you rather eat an entire bag of glizzies, aka hot dogs? Yeah. Or would you rather eat an entire bag of glizzy buns? Now remember, there are
1: more mm.
0: glizzies yeah. than there are buns, yeah. I but I know
1: exactly what I'm But you
0: still have your gluten allergy.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well. I'm thinking of a Costco size, so maybe I just need to think of a regular store size. You're talking about, what is that, like nine feet of glizzy? So are we talking about like eight hot dogs? Is that what we're talking about?
0: Yeah, I think it's, no, I think it's 12 hot dogs in a pack, and then there's eight buns in a pack. If I remember Father of the Bride, appropriately, when he's losing his mind in the tuxedo in the shopping center or in the grocery store, he's saying, why Aren't there equal hot yeah, dogs which to is buns? Weird. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, oh, do I get sick for a couple of days because the bread is the more appealing? Well, yeah, because you like smush it together. No, I'm just gonna like put butter on it and grill it and pretend oh. it's. That's going to give the going to give the glizzy buns a little treatment. Yeah, going to give them a little treatment. There'll be a little grill, like a little, mm, a little bit soft underneath. I'm gonna pretend it's like, you know, sourdough bread or something. Okay. Um, but the gluten thing, that's bad. I have told you
0: this before. Half I think I could eat gluten and probably push through like in a day. Like and be fine. The thing that gets me about gluten is the idea that after I eat it, I'm going to feel whole horrible. That's yeah. what, that's what yeah. freaks me out more than the actual eating of the gluten. Yeah, yeah. That The gluten itself, I just get kind of an upset tummy. I get a little sicky tummy, but it's the idea that I'm somehow going to have a worse reaction than what actually happens.
1: So my doctor told me that when you eat gluten and you have a gluten sensitivity or an mm-hmm. allergy, that it takes two weeks for your body to actually clean itself up from that.
0: That's interesting because my girlfriend, who thought she was sick for like two weeks- Yep. She was eating the same thing as you and I, which clearly is no gluten whatsoever. So you're more sensitive than I am. I'm a little more sensitive probably than she is, but she tries to keep a gluten-free lifestyle too. She was like, I feel like I'm eating gluten. And I said, well, you're not eating gluten. There's no gluten in this house. She was taking pills that had gluten in them. them. Yeah. 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 And she, I mean, she literally thought she was like in and out of the flu for two weeks and you're worse than
1: that. Yeah. Oh, I'm way worse than that. I mean, I check lotion, shampoo, everything. Um, I'm going to do the hot dogs. Yeah.
0: I think if you can grill them, you might be able to I think do if them. I
1: can grill them, I can get through. And I'm talking normal yeah. hot dogs. We're yeah. not talking
0: Costco hot dogs. Yeah. I think if it's 12 hot dogs, it's a lot, but they're a smaller. Lot. And because in this household, we pretty much only eat Costco-sized hot dogs, I feel like we'll be able to say this won't be bad. And if you can get a good
1: char on those bad boys, I, I think— I think you're good. Yeah. Because, you know— Here's what I'm thinking about. In a normal world, it's the buns. In those, in the normal world, yeah. it's a bun, for sure. But in those hot dog eating contests, it's the bun and <laughs> the dog. Yeah. And those people eat like 80 or they something. They
0: inhale them. They, they yeah. take the hot dog out of the bun, soak the bun in lemonade or water, shove that wet mess down their throat. Then they just <laughs> suck down those hot dogs. Ugh. Got a belly full of glizzies.
1: Kevin, as a side note today, do you know what I heard on NPR? Hit me with it. Um, It was... What's it called? Milk Street. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
0: It, Milk Street, which was the guy from America's Test Kitchen. Yeah. Which he had sold like the majority of, of America's Test Kitchen to some huge company. And they came in and they said, Hey, we kind of want to overhaul all of this. And he said, I don't want any of that. Buy me out. They bought him out. He signed a non compete. He sat, he waited. And then he said, I'm going to do the exact same thing with Milk Street. That you guys did with America's Test Kitchen. Fast forward five years, America's America's Test Kitchen, dead. Milk Street, which is a hundred percent his, takes took its place in every way where America's Test Kitchen was, it's all Milk Street now. Yeah, so it's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. So
1: he's talking to the chef, and she's a specialist in um like unusual fruits. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about stone fruits, fruits mm, with pits. Yep. Apparently, every pit of every stone fruit has an almond essence to it. Oh, interesting. However, it also has this other thing that I can't remember. Um, Amygla something anyways. Yep, Amygla. It has something. It's, the word is longer than that. Guess what it... When it g- hits your body... Amygla When it hits your body, which is moist, of course, mixes with liquid. hmm Cyanide. Oh, it's killing me. So, Kevin... Well, some people it doesn't bother, some people it does. But apparently, when you eat stone fruit and you have an allergic reaction, that's exactly what it is. So all someone has to
0: do is grind up stone fruit mm-hmm. into a powder, mm-hmm. put it in something I'm eating, mm-hmm. dead. Oh, that's it. Like for an sure. actual pit. Yeah. Like a, the pit yeah. of an apricot. Yeah. We'll grind that Kevin. up into
1: dust. Cherries would get in
0: for really well. Blow it in my face, like, dead.
1: Yeah. People don't understand why... The essence of cherry somehow has an almond thing on it. Interesting. And it's because of the pit. I just thought that was interesting today. And now everybody has a better understanding of how to kill Kev. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's a new
0: segment. How do we kill Kev? Back to would you rather? We're both on glizzies. Okay, yeah. We're on both glizzies. team glizzies. For sure. Love it. Would you rather never leave the US again? Yeah. Or leave the US and never come back?
1: Ooh. You know, I will say this. After the- this last week, it's leave the US and never come back. Yeah. Um, I will say the thing about the United States is we have everything geographically here. Truly. I
0: mean, we really do. At the point that we incorporated Alaska and Hawaii, we're yeah, good on every type of everything. climate.
1: But here's what we don't have. Culture. We don't have culture. We don't have ancient culture. History. We don't have history. We don't have, like if you think about, you know, in France or in Italy, beautiful wonderful old old homes on hillsides right. we don't have we just don't have any of that right. that's the thing we all go to europe to see i mean that kind of stuff yeah um i mean listen we don't have the essence of bali but we've got hawaii it's true i mean oh if you were if you do a side by side america that'd be hard
0: if you're do a side by side of like bali or fiji with yeah. with hawaii i wouldn't know the difference yeah yeah I haven't been to Hawaii. I will plan on going to Hawaii at some point, but I
1: wouldn't know the difference so I don't know i I'd probably stay in the United States and let me tell you I'm a traveler. that hurts me to say it, yeah, but I would probably stay in the united states i I,
0: I agree too. It would be I've thought clearly as many of us have probably over the last five years about what it would actually mean to leave America and to go somewhere else, and you're you're clearly giving up something what whatever yeah. it is you're giving up something meaningful that's that's inbred into. Americans. And every time I think, like, no, I'm gonna move to Denmark or Sweden or Norway. Mm. Obviously, people are happier, universal health care, like healthy diets, all this kind of stuff, right? But but it's nighttime, like nine months out of the year. It's freezing cold temperatures, nine months out of the year. It's you are giving up a lot in order to be there. And I think to myself, well, of course they have their issues there too. Of you course. just don't know about yeah. it, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I think the answer is you stay in America. And if, you ha- if you're if you a traveler, th- Lord knows there's enough places for you to explore in a lifetime before you ever left this country.
1: Well, I mean, I agree. I was like a number of years ago, I was at a meeting in Breckenridge and I was sitting with the CEO of a Danish corporation. And one of the things he, he was talking about, Denmark versus the United States. And then he just said, he just looked at me and goes, you know here's the truth that there can't be a comparison. And I said, why? And he goes, we're the size of Wisconsin. Right. I mean, like, just get your head around that. They're the size of Wisconsin. Right. He said, we're in a speedboat. We can change direction. We can make amendments. We can do things. And we can do it pretty swiftly. You know what I mean? We can, make, we can make change and we can adapt. You are the biggest ship on the planet. Right. And you can't turn that thing quickly. You know what what I mean? True. I mean, That's if you just, just think truth. about
0: all the politicians from from the city level on up to the federal level, we're talking about tens of thousands yep. of people, right? Yep. Denmark probably has like, what, 500? Yep. Maybe? Yeah. 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 I think yeah. you stay in the U.S. I think you stay in the U.S. Or you just become a shut-in. Well,
1: it's what we know, too. It's just what we know. I'm yeah. not saying it's right. But if you would to tell me, like, know. do you
0: want to live, can, do you want to stay in, you know, Guam for forever or leave Guam and never come back? Someone's going to be like, I'm going to leave Guam.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Unless they're a big Guam guy. Yeah. Big I mean, Guam guy. I don't know. I haven't been to Guam. Would you rather meet the love of your life knowing that they'll die in six months or never meet the love of your life?
1: Meet the you love can, of... I want to meet them and know they're going to die in six months. I'm going to have that experience for sure. Wow.
0: That's a lot. That's heavy.
1: No, it is. It would be literally heartbreaking because the moment that you met them... You would know you only had them for six months, but I will say this after having been through what we were with, with dad, here's what I know. The human spirit is capable of shelving that a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Putting Mm -hmm. that on a shelf and enjoying the moment. Does it leak in? Of course it's going to leak in. Do you at times feel like time is ticking? Of course you do, but I'm just here to say there are still lots of minutes and lots of hours And lots of days when it doesn't hover over you. So
0: here's what I think everybody can kind of reflect on is in the moment you're, you can just be in it, right? Like my girlfriend was more or less here, what, three and a half out of four and a half months Mm -hmm. went by like that. So fast. So fast. And Even when I tried to remain hyper present, I was like, "I know this is fleeting, like, yeah." But of course, I'm going to see her again. Of course, she's going to come back here, and and I know all of that. But it feels like she's been gone for four days. Feels like she's been gone for forever
1: at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's sweet. So, I I, just got the fridge cleaned out. So that's true. (laughs) Um, It's it's tough
0: because the short term, of course, you say yes to the six months. Of course, you do. Yeah. But then you have the rest of your life knowing that. That it's over. That you tasted you tasted the the apex peak of what love was, and now nothing will
1: ever I know that, touch but that imagine again. knowing that you never tasted it. That would be horrible. What
2: would it be? I isn't mean, that just ignorance? No, isn't isn't it that is like not. good ignorance? No, because
1: there's awareness on both of them. There has to be in order for it to be a true, would you rather there have to be awareness on both of it? It has to be equal that way. So I'm going to say you would be aware. You would see other people that were madly in love and in the thrill of it all. And especially the first six months. Oh, my God. That's like, I don't need food or air. I only need you. I know. And then they're gone. And then they're gone. So
0: I can make this argument, though, that that six months honeymoon period is obviously the best period for for most relationships then it's just over and, and you've never, you've never got to experience the downfall. Yeah. Like, yeah. like obviously this is some type of a movie, right? Like a walk right. to remember or right. something where the, right. the guy's dying or the girl's dying. So you still have like a, like an argument or two, but you push through it and it's fine. And somehow you're better yeah. after those, those yeah. altercations. But the idea that it's just done because like, what are you doing with the person who comes after or the people who come after? Well, Do you I mean, even get married? Do you even try to go date anymore? Stop. No, I'm not. Those are really quote Real questions. Well, I
1: mean, so here's the thing. And your girlfriend and I talked about this and I believe this wholeheartedly. So while you may not be romantically madly in love with anybody, again, you hold that person in your heart forever. Yeah. Here is the truth is there are still wonderful. And I'm going to say romantic, not maybe sexually romantic, But romantic things, I mean, there are best friend things that are romantic and fun and meaningful and fabulous. And there are things between men and women who never will have, do you mean a romantic thing between them, but they share like this delicious sense of humor or good conversation or a love for the same wine or travel or books or whatever it is. I mean, you will know love again. It'll just be different. You'll know joy again. Um, but you're gonna have no no question. You're gonna have a place in your heart for what was, Got for it. sure.
0: Give me a bunch of mediocre relationships.
1: No, I don't want
0: that. Six months. You don't? No, I think I, I me personally, I it would ruin me for forever.
1: Ugh, I'm taking ruin it. Ruin me. I am taking it. I'm gonna let it take me to my knees, and I will rise again. As Somebody holds on to
0: stuff for far too long. It would kill me. Yeah, and I would do an injustice to anybody else. That thought I, I would be healthy in a relationship. Yeah. Well, so I would just compare them all. Okay. And they would all be left wanting.
1: Okay. Well, maybe I would even make a decision not to be in another relationship, but I'm going to have rich relationships in my life. Fair. Bunch of one night stands.
0: Stop it. Would you rather lick a pole on a New York City subway car? Yeah. Or pull a piece of gum off Bubblegum Alley at Pike Place Market and chew it? Mm. Lick, a, lick a subway pole? Yeah, I think chew I'm, a stranger's gum. I think I'm gonna lick the subway pole from top to bottom.
1: Oh no! Of course, it doesn't say that. I literally I, I, half the stuff. Lick these it.
0: things don't say it. No, no, no. no. From from top no, to one bottom. No lick, or one you're big chewing lick. somebody's gum. Not
1: from the bottom to the very top bottom. to
0: bottom. No, because well, there's nothing on the bottom. Just
1: a big lick.
0: Nah, it's one. Yeah, one big lick from top to bottom. <laughs> your
1: your tongue. The surface of your tongue would come off. Well, then maybe you're By not gonna get a bunch of that top. debris. Yeah.
0: Top to bottom or chewing gum? Uh, a well, chunk is, of gum off the
1: wall. If it is, uh, how long do I have to chew the gum? Like a minute. Maybe I'll chew the gum.
0: Because I think after the point that it's in your mouth, yeah, it doesn't matter. Maybe I'll
1: chew the gum. Also, to what I really believe is like if that gum, if somebody had just put that gum there, bad. then I believe it's bad. Yeah. But if it's been sitting there, like in the heat and the cold for a while, yeah. I think like there's nothing left in it.
0: I I don't know this to be true, but you know how they say like the inside of a toilet is cleaner yeah. than your cell phone.
1: Yeah, well, and they say like cleaner than a dog's mouth and right. stuff like that, yeah. I, I have this
0: belief that even though people are disgusting for the yeah. most part, I think you might be able to dodge on a subway car. Like I think you might just be able to find the pole that most people haven't. yeah. Absolutely no. violated. Yeah, no. But you know that gum has been in somebody's mouth.
1: Well, here's the thing on the deal. That hand could have been anywhere on anybody's body. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of hands. Yeah. And then we're talking about like kids leaning their face up to it. I mean, like, no, that pole is disgusting. I'm telling you that.
0: You're chewing something that you've already know has been in something else's mouth. I don't care about mouth. that.
1: One minute, I'll chew the gum.
0: I've seen people pull gum off of bubblegum alley and chew it in have videos. You? Yeah, in videos. I haven't seen it yeah. in real life.
1: No, I would do it. They're still alive to tell the story. But licking, getting down on your hands and knees to then lick.
0: Yeah, lick it and immediately <laughs> pop a charcoal tablet. <laughs>
1: exactly. That would be terrible.
0: I'll lick. I'll be a licker. Okay. I'm I'll roll be the a dice. I'm gonna chew. Would you rather spit on someone's face every time you talk to them? Oh my god. Or would you rather have someone spit on your face every time someone talks to you? So you're either the spit gal. Mm. Hey, do you talk to the old mm. Deb? Yeah. Have you noticed like mm. how you need to clean your glasses afterwards? Mm. Or it doesn't matter who you're talking to. You're getting a little spittle on you. So,
1: you know, spittle is like a weird thing. Not necessarily in your mouth. No, no, no. Or your eye. I mean, yeah. your eye too is the same thing. So spittle is a weird thing. Like it could happen where somebody kind of spits on me accidentally mm-hmm. and I'm not going to freak out. But there are moments when I'm totally gonna freak out of course i don't know when they are i can't even predict but there's just sometimes you have when this, it
0: hurts because there's a little piece of gristle in there
1: no like you have a super sensitivity to it does that make sense yeah like it just grosses you out today Well, because
0: the person's gross well maybe you get over there
1: no, I, I kind of <laughs> slipped down in the chair and got all kitty womp okay okay got to fix yourself out. right okay. well the thing is i don't really have to care i mean we're taping this but you're not True. using it um Oh, but do I want to be the spitter?
0: Can't be the spitter.
1: Oh, that they'll call
0: you that. They'll be like, "Everybody, run! Here comes the spitter!"
1: Yeah, I'm probably gonna let him spit on here me. Comes old spit stab. Yeah, I'm probably gonna let him spit on me. Yeah, because I just because then I can be part of the group that complains. No,
0: nobody else is them. getting spit on. Yeah. You're just getting spit. Oh, on. Oh, just
1: me. You 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 oh, okay. go to a
0: networking event and you come out looking like well, you were just in a downpour.
1: That's gonna be a big
0: ick. Well, of course.
1: I mean, right? Yeah, for the world. I mean, no, like, th- th- but it's not like constant. Let's stand back and watch people talk to Deb and spit on her. Yeah. That is a beautiful good. But it's good. just like a
0: little fleck. It's just a little. Okay, it's not it's like somebody's hawking a loogie on okay. your face.
1: Okay, just a little. But
0: everybody talk to you, spits on you.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I guess we'll go with that.
0: Everybody talk to spits yeah. on you. Now I remember guess I'm
1: carrying wipes with me everywhere. Remember
0: last episode when I said you can do this with your microphone yeah. and you can move? Deb is <laughs> Deb's like not wanting to move it. Deb wants to get right in this thing and talk. <laughs>
1: I'm super fidgety. I'm super fidgety. Do you want this ball?
0: Fidgety. Do you want the ball?
1: Yeah, give me the ball. Here. Uh, oh, I knew that. There we go. I don't know why I'm so fidgety. It's because it's bedtime. But
0: here's the thing, Deb, if you want to fidget, feel yeah. free to move that move microphone that. Okay, whenever you go. want to fidget.
1: Okay, there we go.
0: So you're going to get spit on.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to get spit on. You got to yes. get spit on. I'm going to get spit you on. You spitter. can't be the spitter. You can not no. no matter
0: yeah. how no matter how bad somebody's breath is, no matter how many pieces of pork they have in their teeth, you cannot be the one who spits on somebody else. I can't else. be the spitter. Would you rather eat soup with a fork or would you rather have to eat hot soup with your hands?
1: Mm, I'm going no, the fork is easy because you take the fork and you eat all the stuff and then you drink
0: no, yeah. that's not the workaround. The workaround yeah. is you got to eat everything with the fork. Broth, too.
1: Well, then you don't get the broth because you can't get the broth. So that's with not the soup fork.
0: that you're just eating steak.
1: Well, what is Hi, it? Yeah. Can I get the
0: um? what is it? Oh, yeah. Can I get you the could... broccoli cheddar? No cheddar just broccoli no please. no no.
1: broccoli cheddar would be thick enough potato to eat soup with the but pork.
0: If actually you could bring the soup out as a Kevin, whole potato potato soup would be thick enough those you, those are thick soups can Any i get minestrone soups? no noodles <laughs> no beef no beans
1: i mean like a brothy soup would be tough right
0: yeah can i get the tough. tomato uh soup but can you just freeze it for me please <laughs>
1: So wait, a, you're gonna do it with your hands? It's
0: better than. <laughs>
1: could you imagine? Oh. You, you're no, you're no, like at a stream. You're like in a stream. No, 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 no! You gotta wait for it to cool. So I'm gonna you're, do you're the more fork less, thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go like this. Is this ridiculous? I'm using a freaking fork, and then I'm just gonna. Would you rather have someone spit cold soup you know in how, your face? Or you? Do you know how Asian people hold the bowls very close? Yeah. And go like that with the chopsticks. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do with the fork. I'm going to use the fork. I'm going to use my hands. Okay, well, then use your hands. And here's what I'm going to say. Stupid choice. I'm going to say
0: this. Post-COVID, I don't trust anybody, but I know these things are washed.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And I take... My hands are big (laughs) enough where I can really... I could do kind of like the Ethiopian thing where you use your your left hand. It's going to get on your shirt. No, I'm a good... I'll lean over it. Mm. I'll keep my right hand clean, Yeah. left hand, a little bit of a spoon. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's going to get everywhere. It's going to be a version... Chicken noodle soup is good. It's going to be a version of the water pick. Alphabet soup, look, there's a full sentence in my hand. (laughs) It's going to be a version of the water pick. You wait and see. Oh, God, I...
0: Anything's easier than the water pick. Anything is easier than the water pick. All right. Uh, a couple more. Would you rather be immortal? Yeah. Or would you rather have nine lives? Mm, nine lives. I agree. Yeah. I like the idea that I have something yeah. to play with, yeah. right? Yeah. But that I'm aware mm-hmm. how much I have left and that if I wanted off this planet, I could do so. so. Immortality sounds horrible to so me. So,
1: me too. What is the movie? Because I loved this movie. Highlander. Sh- no, Charlie's Throne.
0: Oh, The Old Guard. The old Wow, guard. good for me for getting yeah, that.
1: Yeah, The Old Guard. I love that movie. And if you watch that, you do not want to be immortal. No. Under any circumstances. No. Yeah. I I, I that, think... Literally, when you said that, I thought of that movie and went nine lives.
0: So, it'd be like, okay, so if I... Just stopped aging at, at this age, yep. right? And I had to be like this forever. I wouldn't be upset aesthetically; that'd be fine. But at some point, if you're immortal, you just learn yep. that you have to extricate yourself out of groups every yep. probably ten years. Yeah, because the thing is, what's that Blake Lively movie where she doesn't age anymore? Oh
1: yeah, uh, what's she called? What's her name? Oh I my don't gosh, remember. it's a really good Adeline.
0: Adeline is that Adeline? Adeline. Adelaide. Something Adeline. like that. Where you have to eventually just move on with yeah. your life you, you have to leave these people, people because you're gonna be like yeah. wait a minute why are you not yeah. aging yeah. even a little bit yeah maybe i'm immortal but i think the nine lives things that's that's the escape clause like yeah. the first couple times you die you're like oh this is pretty cool and then if you're eventually just done like you're just done with life you know you can you can you can get there if yeah. you wanted to i
1: agree i agree um would you
0: rather walk funny or would you rather have a funny way of speaking mm. Well, I do walk funny. Do you? I do with my weird foot. Don't you think I walk funny? I wouldn't say you walk funny. I mean like funny, like noticeable, <laughs> like, oh, here comes old kick legs and your legs <laughs> just going out like sideways and people, you know, here run the risk of getting a, and yeah, yeah. getting a concussion Isn't if they're sitting too low. Isn't it weird how she
1: hops and skips everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Or would you uh, rather talk
0: funny? If you talk funny, you might be able to have a, a career in showbiz. But wait,
1: who was your chemistry teacher?
0: Mr. Gunther.
1: Yeah, see, like that's tough.
0: That's a really tough thing to be able to have. I mean, this. all of the kids made fun Mr. of him.
1: Mr. Gunther. Yeah. Mr. Gunther
0: <laughs> used to trade baseball cards. Yep. At the local comic book shop.
1: Yep, he did,
0: and he do, liked it. You do, Mr. Gunther. I can't do, yeah, you can do. It. I
1: can only do like, you know, I can get but that. But do much. a
0: sentence.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Do a sentence, as Mr. Gunther. <laughs> no. Do you know that Mr. Gunther? Uh, was a uh, a girl's softball coach out Where? in yearington Oh, really? And they won like four state titles. Oh
1: my God! Good for him. Yeah,
0: crazy, right? So and mis- then Mr. He-
1: Gunsler would be like, this. <laughs> "Karen, be be quiet, be quiet. I can only do it like on the end. I can't do it as good as you." <laughs> oh. well, that was my
0: favorite thing, Mr. <laughs> Gunsler.
1: Yeah, he was a I We would literally say to our children please don't be mean to mr yeah. gunther please don't imitate him i think i've talked too.
0: about this on the podcast before but we had old projectors and you could just pop the glass up because that's where the light came through what we would do is we'd pop the glass up and we put white paper under there because it looked the exact same and then it wouldn't project because the white paper was blocking everything but it would still light up and mr gunther would always take like 20 minutes to figure out what was wrong with the projector and then we would uh we had uh, warning bells like there's five minutes mm-hmm. left left in class and we would turn the clock five minutes forward. So when that bell rang, we would all just leave. Oh, I mean, I never did any of you those things. You guys were terrible. I never did any of those things. You were terrible. You have, you actually got a decent grade in chemistry, which is a shock. I, which is funny. So what was really great is my, my, the last semester of my senior year, I needed a science class. And for some reason, I had never taken chemistry 101. And my counselor was like, I mean, do you want to take something hard? I said, no. They're like, well, you're still eligible for chemistry one on one. So it was me, six foot seven, seventeen-year-old senior Kev with a bunch of freshmen. Yeah. And Mr. Gunther was like, What are you doing in this class? I said, They said I was eligible. He goes, You shouldn't be in here. It's the
1: best thing in the world. Was it good? I don't
0: remember it, but I just remember I got an A in it.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. An A in chemistry. Who would have thought? So uh I'm going to walk funny for sure.
0: But see, I'm six foot seven. Walking funny for me it could be bad.
1: Well, it would be funny, but can you imagine sitting? Okay, be Mr. Gunther sitting mm-hmm. at a boardroom. Yeah, be be the CEO of the board.
0: Mr. Gunther, <laughs> so great to have you here.
1: No, you're Mr. Gunther. Oh,
0: okay, you be the CEO.
1: Okay, so Mr. Gunther, yes, we're really glad that you're part of the board now. So happy to be here. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I have a speech impediment.
0: <laughs> It's not as noticeable as I think it is, but some people say that it can hinder the way that I speak. So that being said, I think quarter four is going to be really productive for us.
1: No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. There is no way way and i can think the residual
0: income story. that's going to be able to come from our third-party practitioners is really going to be beneficial
1: i don't think you can i don't think people can listen to you and take you seriously mr gunther why don't you, next time you just skype in <laughs> yeah, exactly we'll keep you in on fact, the board you know what just use the chat just use the chat box
0: we don't know if he's the smartest man in the world yeah. or if we just don't understand him
1: whichever it is we But don't, our we productivity
0: don't, yeah. is up a hundred percent over last yeah. year
1: so i i think you've got to walk funny because once you walk in, they see you walking in, there's a little chuckle, but then you sit down and everything's good. It's a birth good. defect. It, my yeah. mother drank. Yeah, exactly. Something but like But you that. look totally normal. No,
0: I really am normal. And if I was to run, it'd be fine. But when yeah. I walk- It looks weird. It looks like yeah. I'm somewhat out of like I just, a, I, a I Charlie know. Chaplin video. I'm
1: a big guy, but I kind of like to walk with my toes out and skip at the same time.
0: That's okay. I have a weird way <laughs> of speaking.
1: Sit down next
0: to me, Kev. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Okay, that was gone way too far with
0: Would you rather? Deb, why don't you tell us what you are thankful for this week?
1: Okay, so we talked about the apple tree falling down.
0: Yep. So sad.
1: But today was the first day I actually walked out there
0: sobering right i did that uh, last week it's really emotional
1: it was very emotional and the little bird houses yeah. oh we've got to save them don't throw them away kev well one's split in half no it is split in a thousand pieces but i'm gonna see if we can save it okay. it just makes me too sad your grandpa made it yeah. and he made it with our little address and a half on yeah. it you know it made mean, just uh but the tree like literally i was looking at the branches and i felt like I had this moment with the tree where I'm like, Thank you, tree. Yeah. Like like the giving tree moment. Yes. Yeah. It really I mean, it was totally like that and it's beautiful. Yep. I mean, if you haven't had a big old beautiful apple tree, there the wood is kind of curly on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is extraordinarily beautiful. Um, so I'm committed to save some of that and do some stuff with it. but It um, can't just be
0: kindling. We can't just burn it. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I mean, some of the little stuff we will, but not. Um, We're going to save some of it. But it really, I mean, I will say this. I am grateful for that apple tree. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful that it provided beautiful shade. I'm grateful that it provided us with tons and tons of apples and that we canned applesauce and apple butter. One year I discovered, in fact, I just found the recipe for it, If anybody wants it, let me know, because it's really good. You literally can the whole inside of an apple pie in a quart jar, and then you have them all winter. Just pour them out, either pour them into a crust or make like an apple crumble over the Mm -hmm. top. And it's absolutely delicious. And I can see you up in your fort next to the apple tree and the branches like coming, invading your fort, and you would lay up there. And I mean, just summertime and the birds singing, it just... It's. It, I mean, there have been so many wonderful little nests in that tree. It's just.
0: Oh, that's what I thought about the other day. Is there's nests in that tree that birds come back to? Yeah,
1: I know, but not now.
0: Thankfully, it fell out winter. But no, yeah. there, there's like two nests I think that exist in that tree yeah. that birds very much still used, yeah. which is tragic.
1: So the tree had a moment with the tree, and then realized that there are not giant roots coming out. I no, mean, it's so, super
0: shallow. This freak storm obviously probably sped up this tree dying. Yeah. But yeah, it was going. For we sure. get really, really heavy winds here. Yeah. And that thing just probably needed a crosswind at some point. And was well, and I down. just think
1: the heaviness, it mm. didn't have the root system to hold it. But anyways, my gratefulness this week is for the tree. Love That's you, what tree. it is. Love you tree.
0: Um, my gratefulness is It has been a long time, a very, 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 very long time. But everybody here knows my affinity for playing Dungeons & Dragons. And my good friend Rob sent out the bat signal to a bunch of us who play. And he said, hey, I've been working on a game. I Mm. want to get us all together. I want us to try to do this once a month, kind of in perpetuity, regardless of kids, regardless of work. I want us to get together because this is something that brings me joy. He has like a 3D printer. He's got this new setup. He's got this new home. And he's like, I just want us to be able to do this. So we have our new group thread going, and we are all talking about our characters and being in this more futuristic setting than a traditional D&D, you know, um, Middle Earth-like setting. And so uh, that's been a lot of fun, and we've had a lot of fun kind of putting the backstories of our characters together, as well as giving each other some good old ribbon on the text thread about all the ideas we've come to the table with.
1: So when are you guys playing?
0: Next Saturday.
1: Oh nice. Yeah. Like all it'll be an all day thing.
0: I don't know. I mean I mean, anybody who's played D D before or listened to this podcast knows that it can be like six hours. I think we're gonna try to shoot for like four. Okay. I think four will be the safe spot for us yeah. to be able to play. More than that it gets tough.
1: Yeah. For, well, Rob for has a lot a, of people. Rob is a baby now, too.
0: He does have a baby, and he has a wife who would like him to help with that baby. Yeah. And she probably doesn't want just a bunch of dudes lingering around on a yeah. Saturday all yeah. the time.
1: I don't understand that. That
0: doesn't make any sense to me. I
1: mean, come on, get with it. Well, what I
0: do know is that if you bring Bev some food, she's usually cool with it.
1: I just think you should show up with some good food. Hand That's it to what her he wants. And say, hey, Bev, yeah. this is my ticket in. He said, let's
0: do it big this first go around. So I think there's going to be a lot to nosh on throughout the campaign good
1: you're gonna bring something too yes okay but i don't know
0: what to bring so a lot of times people bring taco bell which is hilarious and it does get eaten which is great but like i want to bring something substantial
1: you know what i mean so you know a combo that might be good kev hit me with it we make really good chicken enchiladas Ooh. and that corn dip People do love the corn dip. People love that. It's a weird thing, people, but people love it. I can do the corn dip. Yeah. Easy. That would be nice. Done. Okay.
0: There De- you go. Well, Deb, you're not really going to be here, and we've already told everybody that we ate Chipotle tonight.
1: Well, okay. So, no, 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 no. You are going to make something for dinner yeah. this week. So, you are obliged to have it be... You don't have to say what it is right now, but you are obliged. Well, yes, you do
0: have well, to it. Well, here's say. what's funny. So... Prior to my girlfriend leaving, she showed me this TikTok account of a guy who's like my build—six foot seven, two hundred thirty-ish pounds, younger guy. And this guy hired a personal trainer for the new year, and the personal trainer sent him a list of what he's supposed to eat every day to gain a little bit of muscle mass. Like he's not trying to get mm-hmm. bigger or anything, but gain a little bit of muscle mass and um, get a little more tone. Like mm-hmm. they call it a lean bulk. Okay. Okay. This is what he's supposed to eat in a day. One okay. day. Tell me. A full thing of ground turkey. Okay. So that's like two pounds of ground turkey. Well, if you buy, you could buy one pound. But it's a full thing like a okay. Costco one. Oh, okay. Right? Yep. A full grass fed portion of Costco ground beef. Okay. Which is like two pounds. Okay. Right? Two cartons
1: of egg whites. Oh, that's a lot. Five eggs. So wait. So 24, 20, 20, 31 eggs?
0: Sure. Is that how many are in a carton, the egg whites?
1: Well, there's 12 in a carton.
0: Well, of the the, the egg white carton.
1: Oh, 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 the one that has the egg whites already in it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Two bags of broccoli. That's a lot. In one day? Yes. Broccoli I, makes you two, too. I tried to do half of that. Yeah.
0: I tried to do half of that. How'd that work? One day. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. Because it's too much weird food. It's, But here's the thing. It's not necessarily weird. I eat a version of that already. I made, I took half a thing of turkey, half a thing of ground beef. I took one carton of the egg whites. I added two eggs into it and I stirred it up. It took a huge pan, A.
1: It took you all day to eat
0: it. It took me from 10 o'clock in the morning, eating it all day to finish it at seven o'clock at night.
1: And then you didn't eat enough because there was more you were supposed to eat. Right. But the whole half took me, like I, you. never
0: I'm going to say this like everybody, everybody who knows me knows that I'm a I'm a grazer. I don't eat huge meals. I eat small amounts throughout the day and then just kind of have some meals, you know, spaced out in between them. The idea that a human being can consume that much food makes no sense to me yeah. outside of an eating competition yeah. makes absolutely well, no plus, sense to
1: it's me. It's boring.
0: I mean, no offense, but it's boring food. Right. You have to use the spices. Yeah. That's what I did. I added turmeric to it, which was good.
1: Okay. Well, but you only lasted how many days?
0: One day? Technically one day. So what I've done is I've now back on my traditional breakfast, which I love. Yeah. I'll eat like a little tuna in the middle of the day. Yeah. And then I'll make a version of that to end the day.
1: Okay, so here's what I was – I here I was going to suggest this because I was bad like everybody else was during the holidays.
0: Right, and, and I'm not – and here's the other thing. I'm not like on a diet, and this is not like a, a New Year's resolution. This is a hard reset from the holidays. Yeah. That's what this is. So
1: I feel good when I'm on keto. Yeah. But you know when I felt felt my best? I don't. When you and I originally – said, we're going to do keto, and we didn't cheat. We really didn't put carbs in. Right. I mean, vegetable carbs. Right. And then some berries, but that was it. Right. And then we had a cheat day, and the cheat day was fun. Yeah. Can we do that together? Sure. Okay, when I come back. Sure. So what are you going to do for dinner one night this week while I'm gone?
0: Ground turkey, ground beef, eggs. people
1: want to know. (sighs)
0: That. That's that's what I'm going to do. You're going to do a version of that. I think if I can do that for the month of January... Like a version of that, like yeah. that meal, yeah. that controlled environment of a meal, not every day and certainly not for every meal, but like that meal, yeah, I can, I can reset my system to where then you and I can get back to eating keto okay, and being so then, fine.
1: Um, because you're not, you're on a hiatus from uh, social media right now, posting. So give us, yes. a ru- give us a rundown of the meal right now.
0: That I will do. Mm-hmm. I just told you.
1: Ground beef. Ground beef, ground, ground, turkey.
0: ground turkey, all sauteed with onions and garlic. And then what I do is I add garlic salt and turmeric. So when I add the egg whites in there, it actually looks like it's a bunch of regular eggs.
1: Okay. That's dinner. I mean, picture it, folks, right there. It
0: is sexy. Oh, then you know what I do? I, I chop up um green onion. Yeah. And then I put goat cheese on top with some oh, hot sauce. Is the
1: goat cheese allowed? It's
0: very good. That would well, be good. No, it's not technically allowed. But I can't just eat that. Yeah.
1: The goat cheese and the hot sauce would make me happy. It's very good. You know what I want to put on it? What? Balsamic. Oh, yeah. balsamic glaze. Yeah, because you want some sugar. Mm -hmm. Your body wants a little sugar. Oh, you know what
0: I put on it the other night? What? Uh, Some of that chili paste.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah, it was
0: really good. Was it good? Super good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. So that's what I'm eating right now. So
1: that's like, it's kind of like dry January, right?
0: Oh, I heard this new term. So uh, I'm in the middle of dry January. My girlfriend's a raging alcoholic, and she forced me to drink every single weekend. Shame on her. Maybe the other way around. And so I said, I'm not drinking for January. I don't really have anything happening anyway, so that's totally easy for me Mm -hmm. to be able to do. And then I heard this term on, on Instagram called damp January.
1: Oh, what so you get to drink like Chardonnay or yeah, something like or that? Where it's like
0: your dry January and then the first Friday hits in January, you're like, oh, there's just a couple glasses of wine. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll go back on it. And then I'll go back Yeah, on So it's a yeah. damp January. It's a damp.
1: I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good.
0: Damp January, find the middle
2: ground.
1: I mean, I don't really drink, but I mean I, I probably will drink this week because I'll have a cocktail with friends sure. traveling. Yeah. You know? The same. So, yeah. like I think i I'm
0: I would much rather have one of the many Zevia's that we have in the garage yeah. than down a beer.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure.
0: Big Zevia guy. So
1: here's what I'm going to suggest, because if anybody – well, if you're skipping around, if you missed last week, then there, we have suspended temporarily, at least for a while, the Thursday podcast because we're traveling so much. Yeah. Um, so much. So Monday podcast can run a little bit later. Which this like one has. This one has. But what I'd like to propose, because people have reached out and said, I just missed the conversation. So maybe – Next week, instead of, um, you know, like, would you rather, or you know, dear Debbie, or something like that, we just have something that we talk about in that space. We we do we we we've done that all episode. I know, but well, we we do talk that, about Liza. We talk about if. Then how was Thursday different? Thursday,
0: you want to know, I know I, yeah. how Thursday was different? Monday had structure to it. Yeah, we knew what Monday was because Monday reflected what we started in the beginning, right? Yeah, and then we said. We have nothing but time during lockdown. Let's add a secondary podcast to it. But you and I agreed we didn't want it to be a carbon copy of Monday. We wanted to just chat. We wanted to just chat. And so half the stuff we talked about were our own life experiences, like the Deb Saga, which everybody should go listen to if you haven't already. 37, 47, and 57. Bing bong. And then, and then Thursday became, oh my God, we've already talked about every single thing in our lives, we now have to wait for things to happen to us mm-hmm. in our lives in hopes that they're good enough to warrant making the podcast. And if they do, we'll save them for Thursday. Okay, now we just have to bring it all up on Monday. But but we do. Nothing relevant has happened recently. We've talked about the tree. We've talked about the weather. If you want to go out and get in a fight, I'll happily talk about that.
1: No, but you know what I think I'm going to do, which I told you? Kill a cat. No, I'm not <laughs> Not gonna kill a cat. So you gave me a me at twenty three and me thing a couple years ago for Christmas, and I never did it. I was like, I just this is Pandora. Let's be honest. Are you scared? Yes. Yeah. It's Pandora's freaking box. That's fair. I think I should do it. Okay. And then just live with it. Oh. So here's what we'll do. We'll okay. make you
0: do the test live oh, okay. on the podcast. Okay. And then depending on the results. Yeah. Depending on the results, so, we might do a follow up. So
1: here's what I want to know. Like, have you ever gone back and looked at your 23andMe or anything? Sometimes. So do they send you notices if it looks like you're related to somebody?
0: Oh, I don't go I don't go back into the actual account. Okay. I just go back into what they told me.
1: So you should go into the account because I don't want to know who I'm related to. Yeah. See? hmm
0: i don't care about that if somebody if i'm related to somebody and they've done 23 and me yeah. by all means reach out to me i know that i have like seven brothers and sisters that are out there
1: <laughs> but
0: i do not care
1: i don't care to know any of that stuff. yeah no i but that's what makes me nervous that i'll put it's it sure. out that i'll go out there and i'm going to be have 122 brothers or sisters zero interest in knowing any of that well stuff. i don't want to know that either but what if they get a hold of you well, what do they get a
0: hold of you? Well, I can
1: assure you. After
0: the saga's 37, 47, 57, chances are people are going to be knocking on the
1: door for you, not me. That's what I'm worried about. I know that you're an only child. But dad's got that second family and probably a third family out there. I know. We, we're, we're waiting for them to show up. Yeah.
0: They just haven't gotten the, the obituary yet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I would love to do that. The other thing was um, we we are going to do our book club. Like we are still going yeah. to do the detour home book club. We will do that. Next week, the holidays really bogged us down. Yep. I have like, I don't know, a quarter of that book left, but I will finish it this week, and then we will do a total recap of all of that, as okay. we said we would Perfect. do. Perfect, I and, love that. And, and, to, and to put a pin in in the uh, St. Joe saga that was us entirely screwing up who they are and what they're about. Mm-hmm. Um 10 people bought books. That means $100 is going to St. Joe's via the Deb and Kev podcast. So after we... Do the book club. We will fire off that check too.
1: And if you do not have a beloved um, philanthropy project, then go on, um, it's at Amazon Smile, and you can make everything you buy a little bit will be dedicated to St. Joe's. They're on there. So that would be a great thing to do as well.
0: But let me just say this. If you want to talk about something, let me know. We'll put it into this podcast. But I believe that we have officially incorporated Tuesday and Monday together. Yeah. But to show you how difficult Thursday, or I said Tuesday, we've officially incorporated Thursday and Monday together. Yeah. But to tell you how difficult Thursday is, is you think we're missing something. And it's because I was trying to squeeze blood from a rock mm. every Thursday.
1: Well, I'll have, I mean, we can do listen,
0: news you need to know.
1: I'll have content for sure after this week because I'm going to a friend's house in Dallas. You know, there's going to be- something happened in there. Deb always
0: sure. thinks she's got good content. And then she tries to tell it to me and I go, and what's interesting about
1: that? I'm going to find it. Yeah. I mean, I love it when people, I was in a car with a client and she looked at me and she said, is this going to be content for the podcast? And I'm like, maybe it was the dead pick thing. It was the pick thing. The dead pick thing. The pick thing was amazing. A plus content. A plus content for sure. Oh,
0: here, here's the thing. Um, and I know we're like trying to wind this podcast up and I'm just throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall but we checked in on Bjorn the other day. We did. My my girlfriend was like, don't you remember how great that was? I said, that might've been the absolute <laughs> best stuff we yeah. were doing was the Bjorn related content. Yeah. You, you've you realized that you guys messaged each other on LinkedIn for over a year. Born,
1: Bjorn was a part of our podcast for over a year. That is wild. Well, so, so first of all, we know Bjorn, Bjorn is not on social media. But his wife was, mm-hmm. and she now, like, I don't know. Can't She's, find her. Can't find her.
0: Can't find Olga.
1: Yeah, can't find Olga. Um, And so then I went back. It was we started out on LinkedIn, and then it went to WhatsApp. Went back to WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp used to show you. This was so frustrating because WhatsApp would show you the last time that somebody looked at the conversation. Like if, you know, somebody just went back. Oh, like the date? Yeah, oh, it would show, like, the last time they looked at it. And um, Bjorn, it didn't show. Interesting. Um, maybe mean, he deleted weird. the app. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe old Olga Because I had your... to tell him about it. I had right. to tell him literally, and that would have been, oh, my gosh, we're coming up on two years that we said goodbye. We well, haven't had that Bjorn beautiful little Bjorn boy in our life. He said, it's been nice to be in touch with you. Stay well, Bjorn, because... His wife, this is verbatim, folks, has not been knowing about him texting me as a social chat friend. I, told well, I miss her, my
0: social chat friend. I Bjorn. told
1: her about it yesterday, since you wanted her to know. However, she does not like this idea. I just all. got this new idea.
0: Okay. yeah, Let's catfish Bjorn. <laughs> oh, no, we can't. You send me Bjorn's number. I miss him so much. I'll start catfishing him as somebody he knew in Seattle in the 70s. You know, and we'll just strike it up.
1: I'm wondering if Bjorn really is off the app because let me see if I could even. You were probably one of many girls
0: from his past that he was texting, and his sweet old Olga wife was like, Bjorn, why would you do this to me? Oh, there's
1: a phone number there, yeah. Why would you do
0: this to me, Bjorn? And she said, You get off of those social chats with your girls, Bjorn. Yeah. He got in trouble. Bjorn got in trouble. I would do anything to have him back I on mean, this
1: podcast. I mean, he, like, now that I think about it, he texted and for over a year. Over a year. Well, we did remember what, you remember what the sign was that made us think it was weird, is I looked when at it. sent that went, dick pic? No, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry. That never happened. Um, I said, I just said out loud to Kevin, you know, he sends everything like at midnight or well, 1 a.m. Yeah, his You did time. your Deb Sleuth yeah, and stuff. yeah. Yeah. You
0: did your Deb sleuth and stuff, and you're like, "Let me see this." And you're like, "Everything comes between one and two o'clock in the
1: morning." His yeah, time, his time. No which bueno. Felt weird. No bueno. Oh well. Rest well, Bjorn. I Seriously, I,
0: I would welcome Bjorn on this podcast. Yeah, I know. I would, you would fly Bjorn out to Reno. <laughs> he could sleep with me. Yeah. And I'd be like, talk as little or as much as you want, buddy. Yeah. Let's just let's just have at it. I oh miss my you. Oh,
1: God, I miss you. You loved. That's you were like best. a giddy child. I would say, oh no. Here's another text from Bjorn and Kevin. Would go <laughs> just read rush it, read up, it. Yeah. My chin, my
0: hands, hands under my chin, just like a little <laughs> boy but waiting for Santa.
1: Yep, yep. There I we go. It. Okay. And Kev. because we're
0: talking about Bjorn, that's going to do it for this Monday's episode of the Deb and Kev podcast. Remember to like, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast, and you can follow us on all of our social channels at Deb and Kev Pod. And if you happen to be a long-lost Norwegian friend of Deb's, feel free (laughs) to DM her. Mom, I love you to Deb. I love you, baby. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Thank you for listening to the Deb and Kev podcast. Remember to like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow Deb and Kev on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter at Deb and Kev Pod.